Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Podcast Network. Uh, I'm your host, Wem Lou. Joining me for the first time in over three weeks, it's probably his longest hiatus from uh, the program, is uh, producer and co-host Alex Wong. I'm back in Toronto after being away for nearly two weeks. What's going on, man? You're, yeah, you what's good? good, man? This is like when Chuck Closerman comes on the Bill Simmons pod, you know? It's like yeah. once in a blue moon type. Yeah, 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 he comes on, he's like, you know, Dave, Dave Willard. <laughs> he's like, you know. A, l- a little that, bit like the Beyonce of his generation. You know, that girl, <laughs> that girl on the airplane that said that guy wasn't real. Like, we need to look into that a little bit more. Like, we haven't heard from that girl. She's disappeared off the face of the earth. <laughs> I can't find her on DailyMail.com. Yeah, what's going on? What is a conspiracy? He loves his conspiracies, man. I actually Yo, really enjoy the banter between the two of them. I, that, I, I, res- I respect the level of banter. Here's the thing. I feel like most content over the years has gotten like more and more serious. Like I think Twitter, for example, that's been like one of the downfalls of Twitter is just like, yeah, you don't got- say Raptors Twitter. Yeah. Oh no, it's just gotten so much more serious. Like I used to think about Twitter like like basically people on Twitter in like 2012 when I first hopped on was like most people were using Twitter like how KD uses Twitter back in the day. You know, he tweets some random mm. stuff about like. Mm, I love breakfast and egg, like eggs in, for breakfast or like, mm, you know, like the Scarlett Johansson tweet, you know, yeah. I, I suppose for lunch um, you know, and, and like that, it was just like people kind of like almost using it like an online diary or being really short about it and just like making a joke. And like now it is a very serious app. Like uh, the only jokes are like, oh, here's a TikTok that's funny. And then it goes viral. Mm-hmm. Um but like mostly like it's just like a very, very serious place and people are yelling at each other. And I don't know. I'm sure people were yelling at each other in 2012 on Twitter, too. But yeah, I feel like the content got much more serious. You're, you're saying love of the game is gone, man. It's it's love of the fame now. Yeah. Yeah. No, Twitter, I mean, Twitter, Twitter really used to be pure, like for the love of the game for a lot of people. Man. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you're one of those guys, so. No, I'm still trying to keep that alive, but I, th- I think people... No, even your tweets are more serious now, man. And what what's my last serious tweet, man? Let me, let me on, pull it up. I'm on look up, up, man. I haven't been tweeting much lately, man. Yeah. It's not much. I haven't... Now, uh, yeah, if, if the if, if the podcast banter between us is a little more awkward, it's it's because it's been three weeks. No, um, man, we're, we're flowing already. I miss. I, I didn't realize I missed this until you started recording, man. Damn. No, yeah, we're recording at 10 a.m., by the way. Alex has a, <laughs> has, has a tea time to make. <laughs> no, I don't have a tea time, man. Just what? Got some op- I just got some obligations. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, right, I don't right, know right. why my feed is not loading. Shouts to Elon Musk. Yo, legit is not. Yeah, well, that's also the other huge downside of Twitter. <laughs> You know what? I people I feel like people are a little bit overreacting about Twitter being bad. The only bad part about Twitter is like the promoted ads are so weird now. Like promoted ads are weird. People are like, using the for you tab, I think it's not it's like artificially keeping oh, people yeah. on Twitter more often. Because one of the reasons I like Twitter was like, all right, you, you caught up to like what everyone's saying. It's like it gets it gets really boring and you turn it off, which I think is probably bad for like Twitter in terms of making money. And so this for you tab that they put in there where it's just like here's some like things you might like based on our algorithm. And yeah, and like now I'm like half the time I'm scrolling through like random Pokemon like threads. No, but I think that's good though. I feel like that's hitting, that's hitting like exactly what you're looking for. Cause like I mean, yeah. my for you is just like a lot of poker clips. Yeah. Like, oh, watch this hand. Jacks versus Queens versus Kings go all in at the World Series of Poker. It's a lot of Dragon Ball memes. Mm. Um, it's a lot of Sopranos fan accounts. So, like, I've been hyper-aggressively, like, liking all of them. So then they just keep showing up on my For You. 
So, so I feel like this like tailored algorithm thing, like I feel like you can make it work for yourself. Yeah, I was gonna, I was, I caught myself from saying that uh, what your for you tab looks like says a lot about you, but I mean, like, I feel like that's the <laughs> exact reason why it was made. What kind of, what kind of usher <laughs> lyric is that? <laughs> What, is that from the for Drake you, poem? Just a letter. <laughs> Yo, that's insane. <laughs> oh yeah, what, what 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 prompted Drake to make the poem book, man? What like, prompts I... Drake? To, uh, he's rich, man. Yeah. Bro, <sighs> like, no, this is like uh, shouts to Simu. Like, remember Simu dropped a song earlier this year? Like, oh yeah, I tried I to forget like about I, that. Yeah, I feel like when you get to a certain level of fame, like you know, you just gotta you gotta branch out and stuff. I mean, I feel like you just lose a little perspective. You know what I mean? You know, oh and, yeah, and, yeah. We all lose. We all lose yeah. perspective. Now, I'm speaking concerned. of which, oh, yeah, hello, so. welcome hats available for sale. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, we're doing uh, that already. <laughs> no, I mean we could if you want. Oh, yeah. Listen, no, I, I've I've forgotten the art of podcasting because mostly I've just been sitting in a hotel room by myself, <laughs> no, being like, "This, this is the gossip <laughs> from Pascal <laughs> Siakam, and this is what Bobby said." Like, yo, I don't even need to so listen sad. to your. I don't even need to listen to your pause, man. They get aggregated by like at Bro. GTJ got next. I'm like, <sighs> oh, Will Lou, Will Lou said these three bullet points. That'll save me forty minutes minus me listening on two times speed. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. But no, I'm just like, man, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I suppose we never really used to do like too much insider information on, on sure. the podcast. Um, but like, do you yeah, hate po- being aggregated or something? Yeah, because I feel like if, if first off, if it's like a little bit mischaracterized, which I feel like, a lot, you know, there are times where it gets mischaracterized. Mm. Um, you know, it kind of people run with it. Um, you and, can't help it, though. Like, that's out of your control. You can, yeah, I know. you can just do your best. Yeah, and I also feel like I, I was really nervous about putting this one out just because I'm like, what are the specific, like, like what's the industry standard for, like, hey, I'm putting out insider information. Like, did I – it wasn't like any of this stuff was, like, the, you know, the quote-unquote sources were like, hey, you know, don't say this to other people, right? So I just assume unless they say that, everything is pretty much on the record. Um, But then at the same time, I'm like, I, I don't know. Also, like – it's also somebody telling me and then I'm retelling that retelling and then someone else, the aggregator is now retelling it for a second time. So things do get lost in terms of just like maybe a little bit of the actual value of it. But yeah, no, I don't know. I, also, I, I, my I sense is right now that the front offices are probably like on vacation at this point. There was a lot of a uh, lot of um, GMs talking vacation talk at, at summer league, especially towards the end. Oh, word. Yeah, no, I, I heard. um <laughs> I heard Wendy on the Hoop Collective officially declare that NBA vacation season has started. So yeah, yeah. I mean, so you know, Joe Cronin, just uh, keep waiting for that extra draft pick from the Heat, man. It's coming. No, it's Joe coming, Cronin, bro. Joe Cronin on a yacht somewhere, man. Joe Joe Cronin got two scouts studying tape of Nikola Jovic in August, man. This can't be the life. No, nah, man. He he's like, in Mykonos right now having a a margarita. Having a Mykonos, man. No, but um. But yeah, no, for the record, though, with no sources, just pure eye tests, you know, I I did tell you Nick Nurse was going to be done Mm. this season. I did tell you the guys were not getting along in the locker room. But it's nice. It's nice to see official sources confirm these things. Absolutely. These things to play out, man. Sometimes you got to open your third eye, man. Oh, okay. So my my early impression is they're really leaning on Darko Ryakovich to say every right thing about Scotty Barnes right now. Yo, like, I'm telling is, you, this whole, is part of his job description. The whole franchise's hinges on uh, Darko being like just an absolute wizard in terms of coaching. 
Not just is he a wizard or is he a is he a yes man? That will be an October conversation. That will be an October <laughs> conversation. But but Dark, it seemed like a lot of people were like Darko really knew a lot of people. I, I mean, I felt like in in the course of our like head coaching coverage and search and things like that, like when he got hired, like you, there was that whole brief period where we're like trying to scare more information. Everybody listened to that basketball immersion podcast, you know, the basketball podcast with Chris Oliver, who apparently Grange is friends with, you know. But anyway, um. Everybody listened to that episode and then like one or two other interviews that he did here or there. But like nobody really knew much about him. But then even going out of like Summer League, like so many people are coming up to Darko and it's like players and, you know, um, execs and stuff like that included. So I, I guess he is he is a made man. I guess most most of us just didn't really fully know him until he became head coach. But yeah, I mean, like we essentially need him to like work a miracle. Uh, we need Scotty to be like everything that we kind of pretty much expect him to be um long term like we need to see it like this season for the the raptors to have a competitive record and then i actually don't know i I suppose like we're actually really relying a lot on dennis i feel like there's a lot of enthusiasm on dennis what's your level of enthusiasm on on dennis schroeder schroeder by the way justice for herbie coon by the way he he, like 100 percent he he yeah, he got big it. Big justice. Big justice for Herbie. This is only <laughs> you call going him to, David Justice. <laughs> this is only this is only gonna strengthen the power of his tongue come opening night. <laughs> okay, all right. When Schroeder is uh potentially gonna be I feel like they gotta put him in the starting lineup, regardless of how he performs in training camp. Cause like, you know, with the Strizzy backdrop and the music and you know the the fireworks and stuff. That will hit much more than him checking in with like six minutes left in the first. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, like, like he needs to be there. Yeah, um, Matt, Matt and Jack are like, oh, it's uh, 17-6 for the Brooklyn Nets heading into the uh, first <laughs> first time out. Checking in on uh, Numero Van Zank and Dennis Schroeder. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah. off-court, off-court, uh, a 10 out of 10 for Dennis. You know, I think really? personality just off-court, off-court. Um, okay. Listening, listening to, to your conversation with him didn't know he was a lupe fiasco uh kick push skateboarder um, oh yeah that yeah, that, yeah. that was interesting to hear no he seems like like he's he's seen a lot in, in in his time in the league and i think he's in a good spot in his career where i think he's got like good perspective and stuff you know he was talking about just wanting to be happy and all this stuff um so really vibed with him on that frequency but mm. like uh, on court, on court, let's just say like a, I don't know, like a six out of ten. I think we know what kind of player Dennis is at this point, and also we have we got too many players. We, we got to pronounce by first name now because I think we're we, we've decided we're gonna call him Grady too, right? Yeah, we're, we're, we're calling call, him Grady, man. We're not calling him Dick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can call him yeah. Dick, but like uh, I think Grady is just a little bit easier to say. Um, yeah, you know, I, you I, know, Dennis. Dennis is who he is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Dennis is. I mean, look, listen. I, I think part of the reason why we're expecting so much out of Dennis is because um, a, no Dennis, was, yeah. Dennis was like, you know, I, I, I can be the starting point guard. He just kind of casually mentioned that at his press conference. But I'm like, all right, that's, you know. I mean, who's we, his we, competition? We're going to well, be doing Jeff Down Jr. right now? Well, I, in terms of just like strictly small size point guards, I mean, Dennis is absolutely the best one on the team. Um, but, I mean, I thought the whole idea was to like you start Scotty and then you put Gary beside him for more shooting. Sure. Um, and you sort of run with how that looks. I mean, look, I think Dennis is probably going to play a fair amount. Like, would it surprise me if Dennis played like close to thirty minutes a game? Not at all. Um, and listen, I, I think there are things that he does well in terms of like, obviously he's crafty. He gets into the lane. Um, you know, he 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 
he's a better scorer than I think. Well, he's 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 been a pretty good scorer, I think, over the course of his career. Not like a primary like featured scorer, not your number one, not your number two option, but like a guy who can get his own. Um, you know, playmake a little bit. I, I think I would love to see more playmaking from him. He's never been like super high in terms of the playmaking, but listen, he hasn't also had that many minutes in some of these cases. And um and also his role with the Lakers obviously recently has been more finishing than 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 playmaking, but um I don't know. There is there is a little bit of concern for me in terms of just like, all right, we're talking about like a 10-year vet coming in and we're expecting him to really, really hold the fort down. And, I mean, it's it's not even a comparison because they're entirely different players. But you remember when Aaron Baines got signed and it was like, oh, well, well Serge and Mark left. But Aaron Baines had a really good year last year and, you know, he can come in and replace a lot of this production. And, I'm not again, I'm not saying Dennis Schroeder is Aaron Baines. This is ridiculous. But I'm just trying to say that, like um, – you know, sometimes it looks like a really good fit on paper. And honestly, at the time, Aaron Baines was a really good fit on paper. I was actually pretty excited about the signing. And then, like, a couple of days in, I was like, all right, this is this is not it. And it wasn't it for, like, the whole season. Um, I think Dennis will fit a lot better than that. But, you know, at the same time, I, 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 part of me of, like, leading on, like, a long-time established vet to, like, replace one of your core championship pieces is uh, does make me a little bit hesitant at times. So, um I mean, I guess we'll I guess we'll all see. Really, there's gonna be a lot of uncertainty until at least we hit like preseason, and I think yeah. that's why this whole summer is just gonna be people being like pretty anxious about the team, in addition to like potential trades and all that stuff. Well, people have been anxious. People have been anxious since like the trade deadline, and I don't think anything mm-hmm. that happened in the summer really helped. And like, ideally, like Schroeder on a good team, like he would be coming off the bench, right? Like all the talk. Well, about... I mean, even last year with the Lakers, he 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 started fifty games. <laughs> yeah, because Westbrook was there. Um, but... Okay, well that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he's a like, good team. My bad. But like going into going into the offseason, you you would think like if they had brought Fred back and you address the backup point guard situation, like Schroeder was the type of player that you would probably bring in as like a backup. Yeah, like in yeah, an I would have loved him as a backup situation, right? So yeah. Um, but I mean, whatever, like the team's success is not going to be, it's not going to be dependent on how he does, to be honest. You don't think so though? Um, He's our, I mean, he, he might be our best guard, man. It's either him well, or Gary. Then, then I think the season might be a wash already, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, All right. God. Yeah. No, man. No, we got to take this optimism out of you, man. Yo, this team's a mess right now, man. Oh, there's no optimism. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, what I think probably will happen with this. Like, I just kind of, I just kind of want this roster to stop being in flux. Like, I guess part of it is not their fault. Um, but part of it is like these guys are, you know, with Pascal and OG, like there's just a lot of question marks. Like at some point, just you need to know like who you're moving forward with. Like who are the guys that you're developing? Like who are the guys that get you excited about this roster? Like no disrespect to Christian Coloco or like Precious Achua or my guy Jeff Down Jr. But you look at upside, it's like Scotty's the guy that you're betting on. You know, maybe Gary can improve a little bit. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, Darko, if, if we believe he's gonna sprinkle that magic on OG, and I don't know, because they, they keep talking about Darko, like, oh man, he um, you know, look at what he did with Desmond Bain, turned him into a max player. Like, all right, we're gonna need a couple of those here. So, yeah, like if the player development thing is real, like you know, I mean, listen, it, it's it's got to be real, right? Like, because I, I don't really see the other path towards improvement. I mean, I could see paths towards rebuilding. And if you end up moving Pascal, I don't know. I mean, they're never going to move OG, but like, you know, if, if they move OG or move some other pieces. By the way, I thought Gary was supposed to be getting an extension. I guess we just like. <laughs> yeah. Chris Haynes dropped like a teaser. 
at like 7 p.m. on on July 1st, and no, it's been crickets was, since. <laughs> that was even before. That was like I think his pickup deadline was like his option was like like June 20th. Or now something. now he's just spent like a, a full month. month. <laughs> he's just been copy and pasting text from Damian Lillard. <laughs> Dame is committed to Miami. All right, man. We sources know. tell me. I'm like, oh, who's his sources, agent, bro? Who's his sources? agent coming out and be like, yo, don't touch Dame, man. He's going to Miami. It's so funny. Man. Who? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just take that extra draft pick. Let's get this moving, man. What's oh, stopping? What What is technically stopping Dame from hiring Chris Haynes as his agent? I, I'm just, just saying, like. Honestly, at this point, he should be getting a percentage, man. He, first, yeah, absolutely. He should. Like, imagine um, just having a mouthpiece like that. And, like, listen, Chris Haynes does a lot of great work around the league, but clearly, oh, specifically yeah. with Dame, like, there's oh, yeah. just a relationship there. Like, everything everything just just goes through him. But. Honestly, respect to Chris Haynes, because, like, he spent, like, two, three years in Portland, and every single guy in Portland was is his guy now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, every yeah. single no, Chris, guy in Chris Portland Haynes, in, that, in that era. Legit, he's, like, the Fred Van Vliet story of journalism, man. Okay. Like, like he came up and, and right now he's in his forty million dollar a year era, man. Mm. Like like he is definitely one of the dudes right now. Yeah, he's always like, Yo, I love Miami, man. I'm like, yo, this is half of this hashtag this league uncut. The other half is Mark Stein being like, I love Substack. I'm like, guys. And, and, then, and then he's like, Hold 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 up, hold up, Stein. They just delivering a pizza over here. I'm like, yo, what kind what kind of Omar in the wire life are you living, man? Please. <laughs> Like go go yeah. have some filet mignon, man. I know that Uber XXL we called for you when we were at Yahoo Sports Canada. <laughs> Another car story we can't tell. Uh, I mean that, that one. I, I mean, actually feel fine. I should feel fine calling them. That yeah, one. that one's okay. We we might tell that one at another date. But yeah, I don't know, man. Raptors. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just I hate you teams just, are in flux and they're in flux right now. It's just kind of a mess. And I think that like, look, listen, like. The best case, I, I think, again, that's why you're leaning so hard on Darko. It's like best case scenario, you get everyone on the same page and you motivate them to play super hard. And, you know, could I see this team making the playoffs in, in a best case scenario? Absolutely. Right. Like, I I actually think there's enough talent to do that. I think you can really do some things defensively this year. I mean, like, low-key, the Raptors weren't that good defensively last year, which is like, why weren't they good defensively? This is clearly a team built on defense, um, whether that's changing the scheme which does sound like um i mean it's a little too early to be like hey this is the scheme we're going to run with but you know it does seem like dark was going to really uh, emphasize protecting the paint you do have a seven footer now to protect the paint you might not play sort of like the like really wild defense that nick was playing the over aggressiveness so you know you, you can envision this team being really good on defense if they get to average if they if they're like top five on defense which you know when you really look at the roster you're like okay that's that's technically possible like let's say you get to like top five on defense um with this group and you get to like even average on offense then you're already a playoff team you know what i mean so like but that will require the coach really doing an amazing job of getting everyone on the same page and playing hard the whole time um minimal injuries because you have almost no depth at guard whatsoever like last year was like hey man we can't have fred or gary being injured or og being injured because when they when they get hurt there's only one shooter left you technically have more shooters now but i mean at the same time like um, your guard depth is pretty low in terms of guys who can handle and, and get into the paint. And so, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do hope the Raptors do more moves. I, you know, the front office going on vacation is uh, not, I mean, not, listen, I'm not saying that like, hey, Bobby and Messiah are literally right now somewhere on a beach, 
you know. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, if the whole league is is essentially on vacation, I would like to see some more moves. Like, I mean, like, this is not done. Like, you can't just go on vacation and not have all your work done. <laughs> like, when I left Vegas, I had, like, I done, like, five pods. And I was like, all right, I'm gone. But... This this is different. Where's where's our where's our where's our backup point guard, for example? Like what where's Jeff Down? By the way, where's Jeff Down this whole time? He's been working out, he's been around, he was all around Vegas. He was, you know, you get into the gym, you see you see Jeff Down working out. Where's where's his contract? I mean, they they waived Joe Wieskamp now, which I, I suppose was always going to be the case that they were never going to pick up his option. Um but Oh yeah, poor poor one out for Wieskamp. We'll always remember those couple of threes against Minnesota. He got the fastest nickname in Raptors history, man. Oh, Wheezy? Yeah. Oh, was that a Devlin? By the way, get well soon, Devlin. This man was on a scooter during Global Jam. Yeah, man. Me and him after both. Multiple, after multiple surgeries. Did you go down so, to, to Global Jam? Uh, uh, no, I wasn't, but I was, uh, I was supporting at home watching on TV. Right, same, actually. So. Yeah. Using my VPN to, to watch uh, the Sportsnet Now app in the States. No, I thought, I thought it was I'm cool. I'm not even kidding. That's, yeah. No, I thought it was cool they brought in like Louisville and like Kentucky and these teams. Added, added a level of excitement. John, Absolutely, John Calipari visiting Drake's mansion. I love how they're like, "Oh man, I don't know how other schools are going to compete with this." Like, I get Kentucky's a big school, but if I'm choosing a school, I'm not exactly choosing a school just because I can go to Drake's place. Like, how's that going to be a deal breaker? I mean, is that a deal breaker for you? Like, yo, you can go to Duke or you can go to Kentucky for for like they're trying to recruit like seventeen, eighteen year olds, so. I can I'm see that saying, being man. a deal breaker. I'm just trying to downplay Drake's influence, but honestly, yeah, how many people in Toronto have been at Drake's mansion? Like, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you've been to Drake's house, like, just let us know because yeah, you c- probably have six hundred thousand followers on IG. But hit us up. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Well, then yeah. do that too. I don't I think guess. this pod is hitting the influencer crowd. I mean, we know a couple people that we know that have been. Who there. are the influencers that hold on? Who are the influencers that we know, man? No, but we know we know people like friends of ours who have been there. Friends of ourselves. Oh, no, watching yeah, too much yeah. no, You know what? Uh, Actually, you're you're right. Not Absolutely. friends of friends, but friends of ours. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Several of them have have made the journey. That's what um, I mean. Anyways. Like Drake's house is like uh, another. It's like the another branch on the the Toronto Public Libraries. You know, like no, they it's should basically open a reference it up. library. They should, but they should open it up for a tour, man. But I guess that would be uh, that that wouldn't really work. No, um, the Drake Museum would be kind of sick. Yeah, I guess okay, cool. It'd be like, this is the Shoppers Drug Mart sh- uh, shirt that he wore in the, the, the <laughs> no, bottom that's video. Crazy man, this is where he sat when he rubbed Mike Budenholzer, who Nick Nurse's shoulders. Wait, did he do something to Bud? No, he didn't. No, do he didn't do to anything Bud, to Bud, he? man. No, okay, no, but Bud, Bud wanted was just him arrested. Though. Yeah, yeah, Bud, Bud was wanted like, him arrested. Yeah. How could a fan touch the coach? <laughs> <laughs> no, shouts to Bud, man. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Jeff Down Jr. What was he? He was hurt during summer league, so he was held out. I feel yeah, he and, was held up, but he was working out and stuff. Like they were they were going through all okay. the drills. Oh, well, it um, seems Christian like him and Ron Harper and him and Ron Harper Jr. They're they're gonna sign their whatever contracts, right? Two way contracts. I mean, like, it sounded like Ron might take another two way. I wouldn't mind if Ron got another chance at the two way. I think there's there's like the inklings of a good player there, but at the same time, I'm like on the court, it's like it's not necessarily popping. Like in the G League, I think he was a good player, but it wasn't like one of those clear standouts where it's like, okay, like even Delano, I think in, in the G League last year was like dominating to a degree. I'm like, okay, I really want to see him come back to the NBA level and see if that translates. Like, I, I wouldn't say Ron had those high highs. Um, and then, yeah, with Jeff, I mean, like, I mean, has he not earned more than a two way? Like, can we not give him just a minimum contract? Like, we're just talking about the minimum, man. 
We got one more. We got two more minimum slots now. Like we might as well just sign Jeff to a minimum. Let's say like a Yo, minimum two year deal. The second year yeah. is a player option or a team option. Like can we do That's that? That's fair. Didn't we not waive Wieskamp, um instead of giving uh, Jeff Down a contract? Yes. There, the last week of the season. Yes, we did. And then we yeah. just waived Wies Camp anyways. I I just I don't even know what they wanted to see out of Joe Wieskamp. You know what I mean? Like it was <laughs> I don't know some threes. <laughs> Didn't I, he shoot like twenty seven percent from three in summer league? Uh, yeah, like, the that, numbers that, were not pretty, and that includes him going off for I think twenty seven in game five. But oh, you game, ra- he raised one, two, and raised three. that above the Mendoza line. Damn. Man. Oh man, it was tough. Actually, he got he was he wasn't he didn't even play game three. Um, they had made an agreement that Grady was going to play game three and then rest game four, and mm. that Joe was going to rest game three and then play game four because they were like mm. you know as shooters you needed time to get into a rhythm, which I sympathize with. But it's like, yo, listen, like you, you wouldn't be the first, you won't be the last like shooter off the bench. And if you can't cook immediately off the bench as a shooter, then you're probably not gonna stick because there's no way teams are gonna start you. So yeah, it's 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 tough. I feel I feel for Joe. I'm happy he got that 27 point performance. Cause again, like the summer league setting, it's like especially towards like what that game five was on Saturday, like the second Saturday of Summer League, by that point, like most of the fans are gone, most of the major players are gone. And what you're mostly left with is like just like coaches and executives that not even aren't even necessarily NBA coaches and executives. They're like the Taiwanese basketball league <laughs> scouts. Oh, <word. laughs> like yo, I like like met a Korean coach. All right, he's like I'm here scouting, and I'm like, oh, okay, damn, who, man. who are you gonna sign, man? That's wild. Well, they they should sign uh, Isaiah Mobley. Didn't he win MVP? Oh. <laughs> You know what? Honestly, the first thing I saw when I touched down at Vegas was Isaiah Mobley going to the free throw line twelve times in one oh, half man. against the Do- Raptors. No, this this begs the question: Does Isaiah Mobley have a bigger bag than Evan Mobley? Like, uh, I don't honestly, know. It, he was more, he was. I've the, seen more from Isaiah, man. Is all I'm saying. I, Isaiah Isaiah was dominant, so I, I you know honestly the Cavs might have done a pretty good job with some of the players. Like you know Sam Merrill, I would say was like probably the best shooter in Sam the Sam Bone Merrill. <laughs> They call him you're Bones. Not, you're, not, you're not familiar with Sam Merrill. Oh my god! You know, okay, just imagine like Luke Kennard, but like two inches yeah. shorter. That's that's basically it. Like okay, okay. What's yeah. his haircut like? It's Luke Kennard's. Okay. Well, okay. I don't know, man. It's like one. Of, it's like a very like generic. They should. Cut, they should redo. Say. They should redo barber shops, and like people should just be able to ask like for the cut based on like a white NBA player. Oh, I actually it's like, like yo, yo, give me the, give me the Grady Dick. Yeah, <laughs> give me the <laughs> like, give, give me the. Public. Oh, you mean the? Oh, you mean the Kyle Corver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you the Corver. Oh, by the way, Kyle Corver's walking around everywhere, man. He's, I guess, he's one of the executives for Atlanta now. I think. Man, so, Atlanta's assembling a, a a front office super team, man. They got they got Landry Fields there. Yo, Atlanta's <laughs> front office got more shooting than our roster. That's that's tough. Well, I don't that's know, but Landry Fields. I I, feel, I hope his elbow. Oh yeah, there. no, that's fair. As, no, as and, and they. And they snatched Ray Chow, man. Shouts to Ray Chow. Damn. Yeah. So. What are your What are your thoughts on on Ray Chow leaving? Another Asian um, legend out the yeah, door. Yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, someone connect me with Ray Chow, man. Let's get a tell all about the Raps organization now that he's gone. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll Let's never do that, that bro. Because Ray Chow was never made available. <laughs> like he was obviously a very behind the scenes guy. He's he's got some connections with CCYA, so yeah. So, so we actually could. You know, get in touch with him. <laughs> yeah, do a tell all. L- let him just like live his life. Here's the thing: like, okay, listen. <laughs> GMs, presidents, even assistant GMs, the players, the coaches, assistant coaches, the two ways, they're in. They're part of the game. All right, 
the rest of these guys, they civilians. <laughs> leave you're, Tristan you're, alone. You're, oh, leave you're, saying leave alone. The, you're saying leave the what team are, photographer alone. Leave leave John Atelier, the, the former head, head of security yeah, so, alone. So, so leave Chelsea, Tristan, whoever alone, man. These Chelsea, are just Tristan, civilians doing a job, man. Tristan, the photographer who announced on IG that he was leaving. Yeah, did he did he say where he's going yet? Because I actually no, know where he's no. Going. I'll tell you offline. Um, I'll tell you offline. Is this still the same as months no, ago? No, no, no. It's actually different. It's actually oh, it different. changed. Yeah, okay, yo, so DM it to me. I want to know right now. Oh, okay. Right. Um, and yeah, I saw a lot of speculation. Yo, team photographer spec free agency speculation Bro. is is like on another level. I saw a lot of being like, oh, he's following Fred. Wait, is he actually following Fred? Don't say anything. Um, anyways. What else are we talking about? So Pascal, Pascal trade is not happening. What's going on, sources? Uh, hold on. I'm 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 sending you the yeah, details. Yeah, a live DM right now. This is riveting. Oh my god, this is so funny. Anyways, um, uh, sources, yeah. sources are saying no Pascal trade. What's going on? I'm just saying it doesn't seem like it's gonna happen right now. Like maybe it'll happen down the line, but it just doesn't seem like it's like anything imminent. Like I, I thought the the news coming out of summer league, in in the amount of smoke coming out of summer league was that it was kind of imminent. Like you know people were even coming up to me and being like, "Oh, Sportsnet, oh you're in Toronto, right? Like what's gonna happen with Pascal?" And I'm like, "Listen, man, like just listen to my pod." <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "Listen, man, listen like, to my how pod." How many times do I gotta and, say this? And search the word banter, man. That's how you know. That's that's how you'll know how serious I am. Yeah, well, that, 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 I mean, I'm hoping actually people did do that because I actually did miss the banter pod days quite a bit when I was sitting in my hotel room at like 1230 being like, which is, by the way, I was like, also, I, I apologize to listeners because like a lot of these pods sounded low energy. It's because I was kind of having to whisper a little bit. The walls in the MGM Grand were a little thin and I'm just like, yo, I, I'm not trying to be here like loudly being like, you know, this is the latest, you know what I mean? Like everybody in the, I don't know. So I kind of so have to okay whisper to into my at, microphone. So it's okay to do it at home and like with your neighbors, like at one in the morning. Like, bro, where do you, you draw mean? the line on these things? man? I mean, first off, I live in a house. Okay. So like there's, there's like brick in between. So like they're all not right, hearing right. anything. Uh, second of all, I'm in like, I'm in my house, man. Like I, I you know, I, I pay rent and all that kind of I stuff. Love how, I love how you I respect the pod, sanct- you know? I love how you respect the sanctity of the MGM Grand, man. As, as if like nefarious stuff doesn't happen there. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like, you know, you're literally in Sin City and the biggest sin you think you're committing is being too loud on a pod. Yo, man. I'm just saying. What are you talking a, about? a lot of people there might not be interested in what's happening with Pascal. This guy's like, this guy's like, hey guys, uh, Dennis Schroeder Q and A coming up. I just want to tell you, man, just how far I've come in my career, man. A couple, couple of years ago, I was just a fan, bro. I legit recorded that I'm walking out of the room, and now I'm walking out of the room with with Schroeder, and he asking me about my content. And I'm telling Youngin how to run a podcast. No, Did you we're... tell him you number one at least, man? Damn. Oh, absolutely, man. Well, oh, I first okay, off, okay. actually, Raptors PR told him that. That's why, because it was like, oh, so, so who specifically on Raptors PR, man? That's that's our that's oh, our number one to, person. Shouts to my guy Phil. I mean, honestly, oh we man, all, dear Summers, dear Yo. Summers, man. Damn, okay, Phil Summers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, three weeks off energy is sick, man. Yeah, that's oh. sick. Okay, um, no, so. How, how it all took place was like the Raptors had breakfast in in, in this like ballroom. Um, yeah. Oh, this is this their, off, like uh, their the fake hotel practice? They were at. Their fake practice? No, no, no. That facility? was in a different ballroom. So this this mm. place, this hotel that they stayed at, had like I would say like I'm not even kidding, like 30 ballrooms, mm. and they were all named after like composers. So it'll be like oh Beethoven two. Does <laughs> meet me in the Chopin room? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, man. that's insane. Why? <laughs> Let's shop it up in the Chopin room. Like <laughs> what? Was, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so they were in this another ballroom where they were doing their, they're just having their team breakfast and all that kind of stuff. And then yeah, Dennis walked in towards the end of that, got the signing done, and then yeah, he's just like sitting in front of like a ballroom table, like basically a breakfast table with like a laptop and like a, I don't know, one of those like ring lights. And mm. he did the Zoom from there. It didn't sound like there were that many people on the Zoom. Like, it sounded like, shout out to our guy, Vivek Jacob. Typically, the way it goes on the Zoom interviews is you get to raise your, your, raise your hand once, ask mm. two questions, and then you're done, right? Um, they were going back for seconds and thirds, like it was a buffet. So I think oh, it was only like was, three or four reporters. This on was that similar to when uh, Jalen McDaniels was introduced earlier this month <laughs> oh, in Toronto. And, oh, yeah, that was uh, the last sport. time I saw you. Sportsnet's Will Lou and uh, Raptors.com Vivek Jacob were, were basically that was like uh you know like Nadal and Feder in their prime just passing the mic back and forth <laughs> over five sets asking like ten questions each. Yo, <laughs> that was tough, man. That was oh man. So that mm. was behind the scenes of the dentist thing, and then yeah, afterwards he did another interview with um with Akil, uh, NBA TV Canada, and all that kind of stuff, and then finally. Um, he was coming over to to talk to me. So this, at this point, it's like Dennis had a long day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and NBA standard wise, it's like fairly long day, media obligations wise. And then Phil brings him over. He's like, oh, "We got one more interview for you. You know, this is this is the top podcast in in on, on the Raptors." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then we sat down and we chopped it up. Honestly, Dennis was great, man. Very personable. Like typically, those interviews are supposed to be like 10, 12 minutes, but we went like like twenty minutes. Um, but I think he was really into it. And and I know Dennis. His, 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 he seems his like a good dude. Was great too. It was a great interview. Oh, I Everybody should you, check man. it out. Haven't haven't gotten to the Pat Delaney one. I'll probably find some time in the summer yeah, to, to get to up, know to, to get to know my guy Pat. Yeah, honestly, so. I I like Pat's energy, man. I, I like Pat's energy. He looked a little like he had like a for, in terms of like haircut. Speaking of haircuts, generic haircut. Like Pat, mm. <laughs> I'm not saying Pat Delaney like cuts his own hair, but it's like even all the way around. You know, what I mean? no like, comb, no no comb over or anything like that. Just a. Just a flat top? What is he? A flat top? No, 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 we, no, no we flat offending top. the coaching staff off. No, no, listen, now. listen. That's another civilian. Honestly, in my books, Pat Delaney, another civilian. Even though technically he's not a civilian, but like hmm. it, at that, he has the kind of haircut where it's like, um, it's like a, oh, if, it's like if you grew out a buzz cut like two months. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. Yeah, 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 but I it's like even it. all the way around. Like if you told me like he cuts his own hair in the hotel shower, no, no, I, I, I believe I you because again, it grows out completely even, like a chia pet. Yeah, no, I respect that. Yeah, damn, we got a whole brand new coaching staff, man. We have I a brand new coaching staff walking around. I'm like, who's that? And then, and then I realized in the back of my mind, it's it's Ivo Simonovic. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's like, all that's right. right. That's um, yeah. that's that's no disrespect, but that's Darko's Nate Bjergren, right? Or is it the other way around? Uh, I think wasn't he like be, a mentor to maybe. him? He was like a mentor to him or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, they yeah. have a relationship going back. Yeah. So know. there's Evo who's walking around. Um, was supposed to interview Jama, but timing wise, just didn't really fully work out. And also, I was really exhausted, and yeah. I had to go to the airport one day, and then they got stuck in traffic. We had like about an hour window where we were gonna do it through Zoom. It just didn't really work mm. out. So we'll, we'll try to figure it out down the line. No, shout to Raptors PR hooking up all this coverage. You know, no, they were, I know summer league is more chill, yeah. but like you know, it, it still requires them to to make the effort. Didn't know, no. didn't know Phil Phil gassing up our pod. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's a big I, takeaway. I, definitely a big takeaway, man. But I, I do yeah. think that, like, yeah, I mean, it, it was just like I think for them, they they recognize that it's an investment to go all, all on these trips, and so they try to you know connect players uh, and make people available as much as possible. All right, so I mean, like. 
shouts to all the reporters that ultimately went down there. I feel like everyone was down there for like the first weekend and then they left by the time I had gotten there. Um, okay, I guess you went kind of in the middle, right? Yeah, I was supposed to get there for Sunday. And yo, there's the thing too. So, man, it was a, it was a while. So the timeline of events, Friday, I ended up leaving Toronto to go up to a, a cottage. Um, where was it? It's like halfway towards North Bay. Um, so it's like two and a half hours away from Toronto, north of Toronto. And I was at the wedding for the, the, the weekend. And Saturday night, I'm like, all right, like it, it, it's the wedding, it's the party, everything like that. It's happening. And then like 1130 comes around. And I'm like, all right, I got to go to sleep because like we got to wake up at 5 a.m. and drive down to uh, Pearson so I can make my 930 flight. And um, so that night was was a little bit difficult to sleep in because we kind of actually weren't in like the hotel itself. We were actually in like the like these glamping tents. Like it, it was actually really nice. I really liked it. The thing with the tent, yeah. though, it's, it's just like a fabric tent. Right. So. You could hear all the music like emanating from like the wedding, and obviously the wedding wasn't ending at like eleven thirty. It probably went on until like two a.m. or whatever. So it was a little bit hard to sleep. I guess I just forgot to pack like um, earbuds. So I, I probably slept like maybe two hours, maybe three hours. Got up, drove um, to Pearson, got there for around eight a.m., uh, and then got through the airport. It was actually really quick because um, I again, there's not a lot of people at the airport Sunday um, at uh, eight a.m. Got to my flight. It was delayed um about half an hour and the thing that was tricky was i'm um, the flight was supposed to be at 9 30 supposed to get to vegas at like 11 30 that would have technically given me enough time to go to the hotel dropped off my bags and then gone to the thomas and mac and then been at you know get my credential and then sit in my seat by 12 30 when the raptors played against cleveland and isaiah mobley um however because of the flight delay which um i suppose is just a fairly common thing nowadays but like you know because of that slight delay uh, I made it just in time to check into my hotel room and then just watch the game <laughs> on TV. Oh, man. Because so otherwise I would have missed portions of the game. And I'm like, I'm trying to cover this game. So, yeah, it was it was, it was was mad hectic. Then I just passed out for like a solid hour. Then I woke up, like ran to, well, you know, get an Uber, which is not easy in a hotel, by the way, or in a casino. They have like, the, the whole thing is just way too big. Um, oh, yeah, the strip, like, is very, the strip is very chaotic, man. Oh, it's super cat. And it's not really a hotel. It's like a casino downstairs, really, right? So it's like you got to walk like 10 minutes to even get to the to an exit because they're trying to keep you trapped in there as much as possible. Also, all the signs are a little confusing. Um, so, but anyway, I, I made it just in time to see Victor's uh, game two, which I really wanted to do. But uh, yeah, it was, oh, it, was, it was very hectic. For a second, I thought you meant Victor the ref. I was like, all oh, right, when by Yam. No, but I, I did. Victor was refing. No, but I did meet Victor's brother, Eddie. Oh, that's right. On the on the flight towards uh, <laughs> so, to, to Vegas. Yeah, so Victor so, Victor is our well. Victor is our number one ref friend. Um, I'm sure I'm sure if you, if you're listening, Victor, you'll show up in hour two when we do the CCY. Oh, he's back. he's he's listening, man. He's he's listening. Um, he's uh he's so, he's currently driving. Um, actually, I don't know where he's. He's probably gonna be working Drew League next. Actually, so ah oh, man, that's fire, man. I know. He, he was trying to get opening, me to come down to Drew League. That would be kind of sick. Imagine opening someone's LinkedIn and he's like, yeah, Drew League. 2012 to current that's that's a that's a fire thing whose linkedin is this man baron davis like... <laughs> no it's victor's man. Oh, okay sorry <laughs> um yeah so vegas uh did you did you like gamble like what's going on man okay so i th- i think i just I, th- I took a bad approach towards it so the long the short answer is no i did not gamble so that's um, a good approach actually yeah. uh i suppose uh, you know I, I so first off it was just like a lot of work so like i just like was really focused on 
trying to get as much out of this as possible. Yeah, I actually content got, and, and per- professional development. Yeah. yeah, which, I mean, I think on that front, it was it was really good. But, um, yeah, it was, no, it was you, you a lot killed of it. With, you killed it with the Summer League. Oh, I appreciate, I appreciate it. I mean, it, I'm, I'm going to get to four of the five pods. but like, uh, you know, That's fine. I, honestly, that's fine. We have a whole summer up ahead. Like People could listen to Pat Delaney when they're at their cottage on, on <laughs> Yeah, I want on everyone August. to listen to Pat Delaney. <laughs> When you're popping your third, uh, I don't know, what do they drink now? Rolling Rock, you know, on your boat, you know, you got your speakers. I want you, I want you to bump that Pat Delaney, man, at the highest volume Uh, in Muskoka. I want, I want Pat Delaney to be trending in Muskoka. Yeah, I want to see you on your paddle boards. Yo, what kind of promo is that? This guy's like, we got plenty of time this summer. (laughs) No, it was great coverage, but like it, it got in the way of your, of your gambling. No, I mean, I was just thought like, okay, there'll be like lots of time on, around dinner, but like most times mm. I was getting back to my hotel like ten thirty, so I would have time to eat. But then I was like, you know, you're pretty tired at that point. Oh and yeah, like, were you sticking around watching other games too? I guess. Yes, I don't know why, but this is the, probably the biggest mistake I made was just like trying to watch like every single game. So it's no, like, but you're you're there, and like I feel like you got kind of sucked into the environment, anyways. Yeah, for sure, and it's like a nonstop basketball like it's like a buffet, really. Like so, you're just like, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll go for thirds and have. A scoop of Dyson Daniels at, at 10 p.m. Oh my god, man! And this guy, this guy, this guy wraps up his night with a little Cam Whitmore. Like, oh my god, man! It's truly so, sickening. Yeah. So I was just like walking in between the two gyms, just like camped out. Yeah. And then there's like a people watching aspect to it too. So it's just like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm in line for an Uber with Kyle Korver, or like, right. I'm I'm walking around and the guy taps me behind the shoulder and is like, yo, buddy, can I get around you? And it's Tayshawn Prince. It's like, right. you know, it's, it's like a, it's a little and, and bit of that. And, and they're probably all in like cargo shorts. Pretty um, much. Yeah. Everyone's you know, wearing cargo NBA shorts. Polo. And like, yeah. The yeah. NBA polo is proficient. Also, I feel like people are going out of their way to wear NBA gear. <laughs> Why, man? Thing. So people can identify them, man. Oh, you, right, right. It, you're That's not a head turner unless you're like six, seven or above. It's like, yo, is that... Is that Garrett Temple? I'm not sure, man. He not he doesn't have his NBA polo, NBA PA vice president polo on right now. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's there's like yeah. a there's a bit of like because also I didn't but you know in general in. though like NBA yeah. guys like especially even retired guys like they're all very tall like in person like, like no for sure they stand out right. I'm talking about like the assistant coaches. I'm talking about like some of the rap like you know what I mean if you're a oh, Raptors yeah, like fair. if you're a Raptors team scout if you're a Raptors yeah you know analytics or like. Uh, you know whatever oh, yeah, like no, you're right. is there a reason for you to wear the raptor gear walking around like i no, mean i no, suppose right. but it's like catch jim sand at the sands man yeah. oh crazy, man that's, that's man. tough yeah jim um, sand was there too by the way so Obviously, no gam- he's, he's so everywhere. no gambling was was uh was done. no and and i think the other thing for me was just like yo so, so i didn't want to play slots i don't really like like I didn't really want to play blackjack or like roulette or anything because I feel like that was like too much luck. So mostly I was looking at I was eyeing those like um you know the, the poker tables. Yeah, and but that's a weight, I think. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't that much of a weight. So there was like a, yeah. a whole pen sec- section off to the side with like twenty tables. Yeah, it's it's really a pig pen, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's <laughs> literally like a small short fence like around it, like just like a pig pen. Okay, and then there's just like the exact cast of characters you see on TV. So there's like oh yeah. The, the you know the the middle aged gentleman with yeah. like uh you know uh the sunglasses yeah. <laughs> there's the ball cap younger guy yeah. there's like a probably some old Asian a old Asian young Asian yeah mm. there's some old Asians there's some young Asians there's a heavy set man like it's just yeah. it's just exactly what you see on poker I love it man I love it and I was like oh yeah this 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 is my thing right here but then I was like how much 
because realistically, I was like, all right, walking in, I have two hundred dollars in cash. Like, I will, I'm willing to play with this. But I, I didn't really <laughs> no, understand. Like, is that enough like money? Big, that's like two big blinds there, probably. That, that's what I'm saying. So I was like, no, I, I, I can't actually play. Like, nah, like is there you, like a kitty table you, where like the hands are like nah, five dollars? I'll play that. I'll, I will play that. No, this guy wants a happy meal of gambling, man. No, you. I, I would no, love you, to. No, you're a main man, man. You gotta lay, you gotta sit down with at least two G's, man. Like, let's roll, at least two like, G's. Yo, no, just so man. you feel good, man. Like this ain't Ennis's game. This guy bringing two hundred bucks to Ennis, like it's Ennis's game. <laughs> no, I know Ennis is in this, and he's dying right now. <laughs> yo, Ennis is he's sick like, right now. You man. He's like, yo, two for my he's game. like, you rolled into MGM Grand with two hundo, man. Only oh, probably Canadian too. Converted <laughs> no, 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 to like no. one sixty-five US. <laughs> no, 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 it was US. Bro. Respect me, man. I, I just I, wanted like one gambling story, man. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Actually, the closest I got to gambling was I was waiting for my flight from Vegas to mm. San Fran, where I saw family afterwards. And you know the and, how Andy, the, and Andy Lou, yeah, well, and Andy Lou, which I would say is part of my San Fran family at this point. That's my guy, Andy. Mm. I got to got to link up. Um, but yeah, you know, at the at the airport in Vegas, like there's like slots and stuff. And <laughs> no, it's yeah, actually quite slots there. Yeah, it's actually quite tempting to play those because you're just waiting at your gate. It's like at that point, I was like, oh, I kind of do want to play slots, but no, because you're literally not know. going anywhere. Like exactly, you're, you're just sitting you're around, playing. and then it's like it's just blaring music. And so did like you those. play? No, I didn't. Oh, because it's I don't know. Slots are just kind of boring. I don't me. like slots. Blackjack, I don't mind. Blackjack's fun too, especially if you can get a couple couple more people to I, to to like sit down with you like it's it's pretty fun or even if you sit down at a table and it's a good table it's like good banter and okay stuff. C- can you play 200 dollars of blackjack like you're probably there only for, there for like three oh hands, yeah you right? can play if it's like a 10 dollar 20 dollar table that's probably okay the lowest, honestly i, I probably should have just played blackjack then instead of like only like creeping over to because my, my routine was like i go down to the breakfast buffet yeah all right um, and then it was like fairly close to the breakfast buffet so i would like just saunter over and look at these guys and mm. I'm like, oh man, they shuffling chips. They yeah. they betting like five grand. It's 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 ten thirty in the morning. <laughs> uh, like, morning oh, yeah. Yo, morning poker is a vibe, man. Waking oh, up, heading downstairs, and sitting at a table. Because I know there's at least two or three gentlemen at each table that have been there since like two two a.m. You know? What oh I mean? yeah, yeah. So pure yeah, de- pure degenerates, man. Yeah, I love that yeah. degenerate energy, man. Bro, that poker um, section is just on at all times, man. There's no time where you can walk through the casino where there's like not at least five tables fully ready to go. Yo, if you sit back and think about it, like Vegas should not exist as a place. Like it's wild. Yeah, like, everyone kept saying this. Everyone was like, "Yo, it's no, a like the, the strip, desert, middle of nowhere." <laughs> no, the strip too. Like the strip on its own, it's like it's crazy. Like people just congregate there, mm. and, and just like it's every vice in the world like yeah yeah it's insane i'm sure when you're walking the streets are they still handing out those flyers and stuff oh yeah there's there's still tons of like just messiness i also honestly my 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 lasting impression of vegas um Mm. before going on this trip was like well i i've been there once with my family too but i was there for like one day and then we were mostly there on our way to see like hoover dam and like we drove down to the grand canyon nice looked at it for like an hour and then left (laughs) yeah well, was I guess what like, else was, do you do there? Yeah, I mean, you could have hiked. We could have hiked, but if we were listening, yeah, we didn't have sure. a, we didn't have enough time. Um, it got there like four p.m., so it's like yeah, I don't know. It wasn't as much light. Maybe I don't. Know, I I wasn't. I was. I was. I was much younger too. But yeah, I mean, my impression of Vegas was like watching Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Thirteen. <laughs> so it's like, all right, no, this guy trying to run a heist, man. I was kind of walking around and I was like, oh, wow, this is this guy's casing this is, the joint. This is them standing in front of the Bellagio fountain 
Or uh, oh, that's crazy. This guy needed to take an Ocean's Eleven tour, man. I wanted to listen to Claire de Lune or whatever they played oh, at yeah, the end of that insane, movie. Man. Also, by the way, I did watch. I, I did watch Ocean's Twelve and Ocean's Thirteen on the flight home. Oh, you you were like inspired. Yeah. Ocean's Twelve, by the way, very underrated. I, I don't I, remember Twelve. I only remember Eleven. What did they try okay. to pull in Twelve? So Eleven and Eleven and Thirteen, they're just in Vegas and they're they're, they're like pulling a heist on a hotel, right? Like yeah. it's. It's pretty standard stuff. Um, 12 there. So after 11, they had robbed like Andy Garcia's hotel. Oh, right. Yeah, and then right. also George Clooney stole his wife, Tess, uh, Julia Roberts, um, as part of that heist, I suppose. And then so number 12, he, um, Andy Garcia is coming before revenge. And he's like tracked down all these guys who are supposed to be in hiding. Um, and he's oh, he like, got his own them- crew. He's got, you know, he's like, I'll, I'll give you guys two weeks to pay me back my money plus interest. Mm. Um, and it, part of the reason he found them, well, the, the reason he found them was there's this like French thief who was supposed to be the best thief in the world. And he had, you know, essentially helped him find these guys. And then that thief was trying to compete with Danny or, or, or uh, George Clooney um, to compete to see who can be the best thief in the world. And they're both trying to steal like the Fabergé egg. And yeah, it was a whole thing. But I mean, I, I like, I don't know. I like the movie a lot more. It was more like a, they're not in the hotel, obviously, at all in, in this movie. They're more so like kind of moving in and out of a museum. But there's also a backstory. They get into like Brad Pitt's character and his backstory was a lot more focused on Brad Pitt. Catherine Zeta Jones was in it. Um, a lot of, a lot more Julia Roberts in, in, in this one versus like 13, where there was like pretty much no women in the whole movie. So, um, no, elite, I, I, I elite cast, man. Oh, That's it was a, an elite cast, man. Are you kidding me? Oh, Don Cheeto's doing an accent again. Oh, let's go. Yeah. yeah. He, so the whole time he's supposed to be this cockney, like, British guy. Yeah. He's trying to sound like what Idris Elba should have sounded like in The Wire. You know what Yo, I mean? Yo, we need, we, need, we need Don Cheeto to come call a Raptors game, man. That's what we oh. need. Oh. Yo, Don Cheeto give Herbie a, a, a run for his <laughs> run money. Run for his man. money, man. That's yo, that's his versus, man. Don Cheeto versus, and we just put up names on the screen, man. Yo, Don it's Cheeto, like Sandro's Mama Shvavili. Yo, Don, oh, I swear, Don, Cheeto, Don Cheeto's hilarious, man. She has no, I, lo- I love Don. Don, Don Cheeto's purr is crazy, man. I mean, especially in like. In like rush hour, it's like off the charts, man. Yo, his, um, oh, this guy said his man. purr. I was, I was, I was lost for a second. You mean PR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real heads call it purr, bro. Uh, we purring nah, like we purring like a cat. We purring say, like Carl Anthony Towns, man. Yeah, yeah. yo, what's cat's purr, man? It's like P U R R. Yo, his purr is thirty, yo. Anyways, you you uh, Yo, you scooped me an MGM Grand Hat, I believe. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll give it to you. You, you got me as in I don't got to pay you back. No, no, no. I legit oh, got you. Oh, fully got me. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, Fully yeah. got yeah. me. No, no, no. It's all good, okay. man. Um, just, no, just appreciate pay the, uh, that. Yeah. Pay what? <laughs> no, duties? Nothing, no. <laughs> no, no, no duties, man. I didn't declare anything, man. I was um, like, yeah, I came back from my trip and I got zero dollars of goods, and they're like, all right, who cares? Oh man, Customs I mean, I really didn't have anything on me, but. If, if any border patrol is listening, no, I think border patrol is good, man. Yeah. Um, if border patrol, if you're bump, if you're bumping this, hit me up from the official. Yo, have you ever declared patrol, anything though. when you go through border patrol? I mean, I don't want to say stuff. Um, like usually, yeah, sometimes I declare. But do you make do you some do you sometimes make like just like arbitrary amounts so it's like less suspicious? Sure. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah here's yeah. Uh, sometimes it's hard to keep I, track I got of two hundred dollars with me. Sometimes it's hard to keep track of like all the receipts and stuff. I mean, like yo. 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, man, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to wrap myself up in a criminal conspiracy, man. Oh, okay, all right. Especially well, since I'm, I'm about to do some big shopping in Seoul and Tokyo soon. So. Oh, word. What are you gonna come um, back anyways. with, man? A Samsung? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Samsung is crazy, man. You know, I'm just gonna come back with 37 vintage tees, man. That's um, fine. That's fine, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vegas. What else, man? You had a chance to chop it up with Bobby. Mr. Yeah. 38. Apparently he was on his he was on his Anthony Bourdain making restaurant recommendations. What's going on? Okay, so um the timeline I think okay, so that was the day they played the Pistons. So I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday they played the Pistons. Um so earlier that day, uh in the morning of we went down to or not we, it was just, it was just me, uh, because I was alone for most of this trip until I saw my family and Andy as well. But um, yeah, got down to the, the Raptors uh, hotel and did the interview with, with Dennis. And so kind of waiting around on, on Dennis, I kind of went up to talk to Bobby a little bit, just asked him a little bit about Dennis and some other stuff, just making some small casual conversations, dapped him up or whatever. Um, and then so after the interview with Dennis, um, I, I just caught an Uber to Thomas and Mac and, and I got there for the game. And I, I was sitting in the courtside area. So, like, I think if people watch it on TV, there's, like, one section that's, like, the Michelob Ultra section. You know, there's, like, a tunnel there. That's where, like, the players are going to the, the locker room. And then sort of there's, like, a in between, like, the tunnel and the court, there's, like, a bit of a spillage area where there's, just like, people milling about. And there's, like, two rows. That's where the media seats were, at least on the floor. So, you know, making sure to get one of those seats because, honestly, how often do you get to see games courtside? Even at a summer league setting, it was very cool. And so just sitting there, me and Liban was there. Um, and that was finally when I got to, like, see some people that I recognized um, from Toronto. And so Liban was there. And then um, Orrin eventually, Orrin Weisfeld eventually joined later on as well. But that, yeah, they, were, point, they were roommates. Yeah. <laughs> they, they roomed together and they have some yeah, great no, stories. Um, that I guess I won't reveal on the pod, but it, it was kind of hilarious. Maybe I'll call them next week and see how their experiences were on the show. But, um, yeah, so me and Liebman were sitting there um, on the media row, and there was, like, two seats, like, to the left of us. And when the game started, Bobby Masai just sat down and, like, sat in those seats. So I was like, oh, this is cool. So um, at first it was from left to right, it was Bobby, Masai, and then Liebman, and then me on the media row, right? And so... We're watching the game. We're watching the first quarter. Grady Dick's going off. Um, and so I'm kind of bantering a little bit with Masai. I don't really have as much of a rapport. It's like a Masai will come say hi and stuff like that. But like it's it's not like, I don't know. We did do a live show with Masai, let's just say, right? So, um, yeah, just watching the game with Masai. You know, Masai was <laughs> angling for calls and stuff. <laughs> Not I'm not word. saying I'm not saying he was like, their names are. But, uh, you know, like he, he was like, hey, man, like. He was like yelling at the at the refs, which I Damn, actually, so, I actually so thought you, was quite so endearing. You guys are very similar in that way, then. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think I might have done it first, um, and then he, um, I wouldn't say he joined in, but he, you know, also did the same thing. I think it was like Muhammadu Gay, Gay. What? Uh, I'm I'm not entirely sure what his name is pronounced because I've so in, in soccer, there's a player who used to play for PSG and now plays for Everton called Adrissa Gay. And I was mm. just like, oh, that's how that name is, because that's how the name is spelled and uh, for him as well. And I was like, okay, that's how the name is pronounced. But I've seen some people call him Guy as well. So I'm not mm. entirely sure. Um, it's it's a fairly common name, though. So I, I feel like I should just look it up. It, it'd be like mispronouncing Smith in, in, in other parts of the world. But anyway, so I, like there was just like, 
I don't know, Masai was complaining about calls or like he I was like Grady started hitting some shots and I'm like, great pick, Masai. And he's like <laughs> <laughs> This is this is like when I'm in the booth with, with prominent agent friend of yours, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Honestly, great pick Masai. <laughs> Yo, great decision to uh, go for the play-in and get the thirteenth pick. <laughs> oh, nailed man. it, my brother. I think I think it was Grady coming off a, a pin down and getting a three to go in, and I was like, oh, because he was hot at the start of that Pistons game. This so guy's I was like, like, who needs Fred? <laughs> <laughs> who needs point guards? <laughs> Yo, I would have gone overboard with him, man. Yo, honestly, because the thing is, just a, 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 at first it was like, yo, I don't really want to talk to them at all. I want to disturb them. Also, Lee Ban yeah. was sitting in between me and Masai and Bobby, so, oh, okay. so he wasn't saying anything. Lee ben. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, so whatever. As as the quarter went on, like he kind of got more into it. We kind of talked a little bit. Um, but then at the end of the first quarter, Masai saw somebody in the crowd, and so he went to sit with them. And so all of a sudden, there was a gap. So Bobby at the end, gap, like empty seat. Then Lee Ban and me, and then I was just like, all right. Taking this opportunity here because I'm at summer, like I'm gonna shoot my shot, so I'm just gonna sit down and take my size empty seat and sit next to Bobby. And then with Bobby, I mean, we, we have more of a speaking relationship. You know, it's not as like nerve wracking to talk to Masai. Like I feel like I've had an like a, literally a history of awkward interactions with Masai dating back to 2013 with that clip, oh, the infamous right. Tom Lai Wiki clip. So <laughs> yeah, but Masai is kind of not like much that has changed in 10 years. Too. I feel like Masai, like you know, he doesn't he doesn't open up. The same way kind of Bobby does. I would just say Masai, which got is kind of weird because you would say aura, man. He got a crazy. Yeah. He read an aura. It's kind of it's kind of crazy though because like you would say the reverse about the two of them when it comes to pressers. Like Masai yeah, is way more open, but but you're right though. Obviously, we have like whatever you want to call it, like a relationship friendship with Bobby. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm so not gonna lie. When I see Bob. when I see Bobby, I'm like, this is basically Alex in another lifetime. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it, it's chill. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Me, Ovio, Nico, and Bobby, like, you know, we just went on different paths in our careers, man. Interesting like, comparisons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, net worth. Now I'm coming in three, last. Man. I'm coming in last in the net. No. If I was in Ovio nah, Nico's environment, this is the mid three right here, man. No, if I was you, Ovio Nico, and Bobby is the no, mid three, man. Don't call Bobby the mid three, man. We the mid thirties, man. But like, but like, if I grew up next to Drake as Ovio Nico, I'd be Ovio Nico oh. right now. Okay, right? Uh, yeah. If I grew yeah. up in Hawaii, if I grew up in Hawaii in Bobby's environment, I'd be Bobby right now. Yeah, okay, interesting. But yeah. but instead, I'm me. Yeah, that's fine. Honestly, like I feel like you guys are neck and neck right now. All three of you <laughs> no, are neck 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 that. right now. Um, uh, so, so yeah, sit next to Bob, sit yeah. next to Bobby. Um, yeah. and then at first we were kind of just being conversational and I was like, Hey, listen, Bobby, you know, mm. I got to do what I got to do. I got to ask you some of the Raptors stuff. And he's like, really? That's how you're going to do me. And I'm like, Hey man, it's a transactional business. You know that. And he, he mm. kind of laughed and he's like, all right, you know what? You're right. So then like, yeah, we talked about the Fred stuff. We talked, we talked a little bit about like, just, you know, uh, not so not we talked in Pascal stuff we talked some other stuff in the summer league roster again we I recapped a lot of that in, in the last episode so I don't really want to do that again don't aggregate yeah, a banter yeah. pod what do you guys do not aggregate a banter pod you guys are sick man <laughs> yo you the only sick. thing I want the only you don't need I want those 200 a... likes I promise you man god no, damn no if you aggregate I want the graphic of Don Cheadle in a versus with, with Herbie Kuhn that's the only aggregation I want actually yeah, you know that aggregate that, that. yeah that and infamous... aggregate will did not gamble and just have a graphic of him yeah, like yeah, walking yeah, yeah. to the airport yeah, that's fair that's fair um, and aggregate that Masai was yelling at uh, officials, um, things mm. like that. So I was sitting out with Bobby and we were talking about that. But then eventually I was like, all right, you know, got most of the information I wanted to get. So I was like, okay, cool. And then we went back to sort of more conversational things. Um, mm. 
And and then so yeah, he was like, yo, so like you've been in any places to eat? And I was like, no, man, it's my first time in Vegas. Like I love so many recommendations. So he gave me some recommendations. He was telling me, um uh the place he was recommending was Best Friend, which uh, okay. you know, Chef Roy Troy. Um he oh, opened yeah, up a Roy spot Troy. out there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um he was like, Yeah, you should go there. It's kinda like an Asian night market thing. He's like, Yeah, I know you're into that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I am into that kind of stuff. Bobby. I know you're into that kind of stuff. What's he <laughs> what's he insinuating, man? He probably gave me that little smirk too, man. He's like, Yeah, I know you like that Asian food stuff. <laughs> yo, what, man? Yo, telling an Asian, yo, I know you like Asian food is crazy, man. But Roy it's true, Troy, though. that's the same guy who made like the taco trucks really popular in LA. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. that's the so, guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so he recommended best friend to me, which I actually really want to go. Um but okay, I didn't ultimately. Okay. Uh, um, you should have yeah, been like, it, well, it, since we're best friends, we should go to best friend. Uh, honestly, I, you know what? I should have <laughs> I should have pulled it on him. So it's like you know kind what? of like, yeah. I'm looking at the photos now. It's kind of like again Korean taco kind no, of like I, fusion I, I, kind I, of thing. I know you go by dollar sign, man. How many dollar signs are we talking about on this? Oh, I'm not worried about dollar signs when it comes to my best friend Bobby Webster. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I probably want to try to p- pick up the tab on this too. To be honest, no. Oh, it's oh, at I, the MGM. Uh, yeah, two to three stars. Yeah. It's at the MGM. It looks Yeah, nice, it's at the man. MGM Park. So I literally just went one across the street. I went to the thing. Um, so, oh, because I think he, he he probably recommended this because I told him I'm staying at the MGM. But Damn, anyway, not, regardless. Not, not to disrespect Bobby, but like, yeah, I, I didn't know he had, um, you know, food choices like this. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know he was locked in like this. So we chatted about food. And then finally... For some reason, the whole time, Lee Man wasn't saying anything, even though, like, mm. I'm like, bro. He was, he was probably texting uh, Omax uh, Prosper, you know? Like, I, I suppose. Yeah, yeah that's, that's his yeah. guy. Shouts to, shouts to Lee Man. Mm. So Lee Man, this whole time, when, when we were sitting beside Masai, was, was like, he would chime in a little bit. When we were sitting beside Bobby, he would, like, chime in here. But, like, very, very minimal. So, like, nobody was really saying much to him. And I guess mm. he wasn't saying much to us either. But he heard us talking about restaurants, and he was, like, he, like, chimed in. He was, like, yo, guys. Y'all ever heard of Olive Garden? <laughs> and I this was is, like, <laughs> "This is literally the Vegas version of yo, y'all been to Bellissimo's." Oh, oh man. man! And then exactly, and I was like, "Oh, this is like, this is a joke. I get it. This is this this will be like Lee Van Tuber." But he was dead serious, man. He's like, "Yeah, man," because you know, I was, I was I was on that cab ride from from the airport over here, and. um you know, I was asking him where to eat, and he was telling me, you got to go to Olive Garden. So, <laughs> Yo, I'm not too- even trying to hate on Olive Garden. Like, <laughs> I- I've been to Olive Garden. Like, you know, all you can eat, I think, breadsticks. Like, their salads are pretty good. I yeah, yeah, sure. It. Here's yeah, the thing. Lee- but- <laughs> true, to, true to form, Lee Ben literally did go to Olive Garden, and uh, he was rating foods and stuff like that. So he rated oh, Olive I, Garden, like, I 11 it, out of 10 or something like that. No, I believe it, man. Damn. But this you should have just, had, Bobby, Bobby's, Bobby was Garden dying. In man. and out. No, Bobby Bob. was really cracking up, man. He was like, are you serious? <laughs> and he's like, you know, honestly, the last time we went to Olive Garden, we actually were taking an NBA player to Olive Garden. But he's like, the reason we went there is because we didn't want to be seen. <laughs> no, that's fair. No, because that's not that's that's uh, not like a but I you know, Bobby 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 rolls in his like, you know, circle where it's like, you know, high end clientele type. No, guy. of course, man. Are you yeah. got people honestly you'd be just come to like one of the hotels that the NBA actually do not do that. Do not come to the hotels where the NBA players are staying. That's that's crazy dangerous. But like, yes, yeah, stay in the I, lobby I just, and stock. Like after the NBA team has gone to a hotel, maybe go see that hotel and just walk around and see the the general life that they live in. I mean, obviously you know what what millionaires are, what they're on. But like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, I, no, they're not they're not on Olive Garden time is what I'm trying to say. So, but no, shout to Lee Van for suggesting Olive Garden. To Bobby no, Webster, I respect bro. that. So, so you did try sicko, to, man. 
You did huh? try to uh, invite Bobby to to our Hong Sheng event, or, or I did, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And I was just like, so what? Do you, you know, like when are you guys going on vacation or something like that? So you kind of talking about that, and I was like, yo, you in Toronto on July twentieth? And he's like, he's, and I told him about the event. He's like, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm not going to be in Toronto on July twentieth. <laughs> but I actually I think better. it was it wasn't because he was trying, not trying to go. I think it was mostly it was just like he's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually. Right, I better not, not catch this guy oh. same night at Patois or something, man. Like, <laughs> that is typically where you catch Bobby. Oh, bother you. Yeah, hold on. Well, there was that story that you told me about the fact that you and Thirty Eight Boy have the same hat. Also, I think yeah, that was the night that Thirty Eight Boys was invented, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've told the story of the hat. But what's up? Uh, do you, did we say it on the podcast how Bobby obtained his hat? Oh no, no, no. That'll uh, that'll stay in the vaults for now. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm gonna take it out of the vault for this express purpose. Oh, you okay. were telling me that. So you you've been wearing this chronic ink hat. Um, that, yeah, that Gang Patois collab. Yeah. yeah, which looks pretty sick. And and Bobby has the hat. same hat. Yeah. And um, he was like, and I was telling him about it. I was like, yo, you know, Alex was telling me that uh, you know he he was saying you 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 teeth this hat on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he said it, not me, man. <laughs> and then he was like, and no. I declare everything at customs. <laughs> Yo, that's to the crazy. Tea. <laughs> that's crazy. This oh thing. man, I'm gonna have to get Takashi in Japan to ship some stuff back. <laughs> I'm shook. Uh, and and Bobby was like, he's like, no man, I didn't. Yo, the guy, I know the guy. The guy gave me the hat, so no, no he, guy, he's saying he did not no. teeth the hat. All right, we'll settle. I'll, I'll talk to him next time, man. He yeah, needs yeah, to yeah. name drop me the whole mass head of chronic ink if you're saying you know the guy like i, I need to know him. okay all right that's what that's what 38 boy was like he's saying he did not all indeed right. teeth the hat so yo 38 i mean i don't know i know the front office like isn't super popular right now and i totally get that but and, and yeah. i guess i don't know if people really wanted reporters to come up there and press them but realistically this is more of a real like i would say this is more of a standard interaction between reporters and any reporter and and and, and team gms like we're not sitting them down in an interrogation room and being like you know, this ain't this ain't this ain't the wire, but like, um, man, yeah, you get you get, you get you get perspective yeah. information a little bit in in these kind of settings. Yeah, and obviously, this like is more of the personal kind of stuff that we're talking about. But it's personal relationship yeah. stuff, and then it's like, yo, we have no problem going on seeing Bobby one night and then going on the pod and just like ripping the team. <laughs> <laughs> like this is what we do. <laughs> like, yeah, it is like, what we do. Know, I suppose, like, yeah. like Bobby, get get this roster together, man. Let's go. Well, like, I, I I would <laughs> still say when we had our we had our live event and whatever we can't plan our live events, but we had live event number one, or at least during the season, we had the first live event was right after the Raptors played two games in Orlando, got obliterated, and then the next day Chris Boucher was at our live event. Oh, you know, so right. that was awkward timing. We had planned that for months, though. So. It, you know, it, it was mostly on the Raptors for losing twice to Orlando. I actually thought planning it right after Orlando would be coming off of wins. And so there might, uh, might be a better mood. But there was whatever. It was still a really good event. And the next one, we did the Bobby thing. And then, like, because the, the Raptors had two off days. And then, like, the next day or the the, the next game, that's when Nick went on to the whole Philadelphia rant about, you know, he might essentially be leaving. Oh, yeah. Yo, Nick, I listened to Nick Nurse on the Tyrese Maxey podcast. What? And so they did it live at the NBA con in, in Vegas. And Nick mm. was telling him about like motivational tactics. He was like, this is how it is. Like, you know, when a oh, new really? coach comes in and the players get all, get all excited. Nick was like, you know, when, when we start practicing, I'm going to be charting how many times like everyone gets to a loose ball. Like how many times you guys tip a ball on defense. 
And like the way Tyrese Maxi reacted, he's like, yo. Basically, number one, kind of shading Doc Rivers, because I guess Doc just never did any of this. But mm. number two is like, yo, man, that's that's why you're a master motivator, man. I'm hyped right now. This guy calling him a modern day Tony Robbins because he charts deflections, man. I can't handle when coaches like come to a new team and like uh, they have that honeymoon period with the players. Well, I mean, technically, I guess we're, we're, I guess we're doing the same thing with Darko. Yeah, we're, we're gonna like, do the same thing with Darko. Yeah, we're like Darko's gonna come in here and play zero point five basketball. I'm like, all right, man. Yo, Ma- Malachi Flynn has one good game. We 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 attributing that all to Darko. Basically, I, I, Malachi I, I, Flynn is done because like he'll never get credit here, man. Like, I, all the credits going to Darko. Yo, the Knicks yeah. stuff is funny because I'm like, yo, if Tyrese was a real hoop head, Ty- Tyrese Maxey would have watched. Them. Uh, Nick Nurse in Hungary last year, where he talked about this. No, no. Or he would have gone to the 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 open seminars with coaches that I also went to with Nick this year, where he also detailed this. Remember, I told yeah. you the Raptors have a defensive box score. Oh yeah, yeah, you did, you did break all that down. Yeah, yeah. you're a coach's fiend, man. No, I was actually um, like, I wouldn't say I was a Nick Nurse stand, but like close to it. Like any Nick Nurse content I was consuming. So yeah, I, I, man, you can't fool me. I, I, I no, you just gotta say you can't. I'm fool familiar me. I'm familiar with your game. game. I'm familiar That's with Nick's game, man. man. No way. This ain't no NBA con over here, man. And anyways, one more, one more Bobby note. Um, uh-huh. so I think Emma J. Brown's established. Or did we ask him to like he's a Libra, which means his birthday is around my time because I'm a Libra too. So I'm thinking we got to set up a joint birthday thing. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, that's, that's the goal. I think we, that's the goal. If we call our guy Craig Wong, I think we can make this. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yo, this yo, this listen, is well. Man. I'm saying this is well within yo, reach, all right? Like, I love Super Fresh. RIP Super Fresh. Check out. Yo, legit RIPs. Yeah. I love. I love Patois. I love Hong Shang, which we were going to talk about. But can we please go to like a fourth place? Can we I please mean, go to like Casa Loma or something? Yo, can can other Asians step up and and contact us? You know, Yo, we, Asians, Asians who own establishments. Step I mean, up our fourth place is Cha Time at this point. You know, we we got we got Cha Time on the roster. Oh yeah, shout out to the Cha. Uh, um, who else, man? Who you know who's yeah. a big fan of? You know who's a big fan of the programs and stuff like that? Chop the guys at Chop Chop. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went there with Josh. Like you, yeah, I feel like you did tell me this. Yeah, okay. I went there with Josh, and I went to the back because I was doing this sneaky thing where I'm like, I'm gonna use the washroom, but secretly I'm going to the back and paying the bills. Mm. And so I was, I was doing that, and then the guys were like, "Yo, before you used to wash them, big fan." <laughs> I was like, oh, "Okay, damn." Okay, so let me. Um, we we could. Uh, damn, we, we got to go there, man. I I love Chop Chop. I haven't been there in a while, man. Yeah, but no, I, you know what I it is. I there all the time. There's so few Asian places I feel like with a patio. Mm. You ever notice that, like Chinese yeah. restaurants with patios, it's actually kind of hard to find. No, that's true. And also, the that's food true. itself is really good. So they like they really did a great job of like condensing down like. Yeah, because you go to some restaurants, like Chinese restaurants, and there's like hundreds of options. Yeah, yeah. Which I always find to be very impressive, but they also really compress it down. So like, you go there and it's like all your favorites, and somehow they have all my Chinese favorites on there. So, no, Hong Kong, Hong Kong Bistro Cafe on Dundas, they're huge fans too. Um, Uh, Wait, are you serious? Yeah, man. Like I go in, I I go in there to eat a lot. Um, and my guy Chris works the front. Like he's a huge hoop head. Oh, he's like, yo, yo. Here's a free bite of soy on the house. (laughs) (laughs) No. Ain't, ain't no ain't no free stuff. If any if anything, I gotta maintain the reputation of the Raptor show. So I'm always like over tipping like crazy. Because like, I'm like six I'm buns, like, no tax. <laughs> no, because I'm like because I'm like yo, like if, if, if they're listening, they know we talk about tipping all the time. 
I'm like, I can't be coming in here soft, man. So it's like, it's like the bill's like 27 bucks. I'm like, here's $10. Bro, how did you spend 27 bucks there, man? Would you buy two place? birthday no. cakes? <laughs> no, if you, no, How's man. That possible? Oh, you, oh, you, you thinking about the bakery? No, this is the, this is the re- restaurant. It's like a Hong Kong style, like fast food restaurant. Oh, like, okay, like okay, Hong okay, Kong okay. Bistro Cafe. It's like on the second floor. Sorry, I, I thought like, you were buying Dundas buns and spent twenty seven dollars. No, 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 <laughs> and like yo what's my sign bobby doing man <laughs> oh yo sh- I'm, shout out like, to this place I, man i'm, I'm like, seeing one dollar sign right now so yeah no it's a it's a it's a great spot man so yeah um lost my airpods there that time and they kept them for me so it was wow great. um you made that place great, downstairs great by the way the, the magical taste of china i don't know no, if you like xinjiang, I, I've xinjiang actually food i never but, tried it bro I've xinjiang food might be the it. best chinese food like out of all the iterations like all right i gotta check it out all right so yeah but you don't you don't like spicy so it's tough I don't mind spicy, man. Vivek, right. Vivek just be spreading rumors about me on the streets. Last time, last time he no, nah, you getting mild butter chicken, man. That's not <laughs> the last time. You're, you're a sickle, as man. it as as God intended. This guy just got God, which, whichever chicken God it might be, coconut milk. That's it, as, man. As all the gods intended. Um, oh. What else were we talking? Yeah, so yeah, we we love our we love our you know current rotation of friends and restaurants, but. I feel like I feel like one of our goals has got to be just like expand a little bit, you know. All right, I agree. Yeah. I yeah. agree. You I mean, you don't all, you don't always want to be at the same like one two places. Having said that, we'll be at Hongsheng tomorrow. We're recording. Yo, I can't. I'm, I'm really excited for the event. Hong do Shang I need to do anything there, for the event? Because I always feel bad because it's always you, uh, Colin, and Elaine some, handling sell everything. Some, sell some hats. Sell um, some hats. What do you want me to do? Yes. Walk around to people and like literally uh, be like. Just basically stand at the hat booth and not be able to do anything. Oh, I got um, that, man. No problem. No. So, yeah, we're, we're having a pop-up event. You know, Hong Sheng is introducing their new Shake Shake fries on their That's menu. Right. And they had us come shoot like a promotional video. Mm-hmm. Um, our yes, friend Cereal, our um, you know, help design. She's actually putting up like um, like a poster today, like on the window. Of oh. yeah. So I'm, nice. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to bike by later. Try try to see what the progress is like there. But like six to nine p.m. tomorrow, Hong Shang. People have messaged me. It's just a free pop up event. Drop by. There's gonna be food, drinks. I think there's a DJ there, a photo booth, like Collins basically like do you know shutting the whole place down having like a private thing for Damn. us so like listeners you want to come through just hang out um you know no no pressure about buying a hat or anything just come no, buy out. a hat man. come buy a hat. try the food there's if you know people there are people who really want the hats you know they're 40 dollars that's to cover our production costs because we went you know just independently made this mm-hmm. um Dana. Um, shout out to Juan Manuel Shasa for Dana. helping us. So we've got around, I think, like 30 hats because my sister bought two. A couple of other people, you know, oh, got, yeah, got yeah. the private sale. I, I got to reserve uh, two more, by the way. Or yeah, not, so, not two so, more, but I got I got two in reserve. Yeah, yeah, cash cash would be great, you know, or or we can do electronic money transfer. I also have a Square app on my phone, so if you want to pay, oh, you were, we can do that. Oh wow, but that'll take a little. <laughs> nah, you want you want some farm? <laughs> you're, you're on like a like a Sunday's farmers market vibe right yeah, now. Man. Yeah, I really am, man. But, right. Yo, cash cash would be preferred. No, but yeah. if you want to have come through, like like we we only made about thirty of these. 
Um, yeah, it's a first I, batch, you know what I mean? I brought, like, I brought one to I brought one to Enes Esmer in person last week. He tried it on. He's like, ah, it doesn't fit me. So he gave it back to no, me. No, Enes didn't even buy one. No, that's <laughs> tough. No, this is so, these are quality. No, the hats, hats got to fit though. That's what that's what I want people. It's like you got to try the hat on, make sure it's good for you. No, nah, like yeah, you can't okay, force right. a hat on, on, on somebody, you know. I've so, definitely forced on many hats in my life. So yeah, no, I hear that. So six yeah. to nine p.m. Thursday tomorrow, just come hang out. You don't need to buy a ticket. You don't need to RSVP anywhere. Just come to Hongxing. Literally, uh, just show up. up yeah. Look up the address downtown, and you know we'll be there hanging out. Um, you know the Toronto media elite, whoever can make it, will be there as well. So oh, yeah, this yeah. is like a, aside from like other live events. It's like you know the other live events we. We kind of just, you know, go on stage, do our thing. And I know people got to get home after and stuff. Don't really have a lot of time to like mingle like this. No, time this is way more chill, chilling. Yeah, like, we're just there pure chilling. So. Also, it's one of those things where it's like, this is not the final event that you probably go to tonight. Like you probably come to this and then do a next thing afterwards. So, yeah, yeah. Because so. it's six to nine. Like you could, there's plenty yeah. of time to do other things. Yeah, Us though, or- we, we might, we might have to do karaoke again, man. Because yeah, we actually do something very similar at Hog <laughs> Shake a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, and then I'll recover on Friday and then hop on a flight on Saturday. God damn. Um, oh, yeah, you're really out on Saturday. Um, I thought you were out on the 24th. Nah, 22nd, I'm out on Saturday. Damn, um, all right. Yeah, um, so, you know, been been away from the pod for a few weeks, but now officially going on vacation. All right. Bosses I'm, said I'm, to take it easy during the summer, man. You gotta listen to the bosses. So we we don't we're not getting a banter pod from Tokyo. No Kyoto banter pod, like you Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> no, maybe when I, maybe hard. when I maybe when I come back. But yeah, Hongsheng. Anything else you want to add about the uh, event? Uh, this upcoming event? No, I mean I think it's just it's just really um like a fun community event. I think once again, like uh, I think I was looking for the word pop up. When I was trying to describe it um, into the yeah. last episode I was doing, where I was just like, "Here's all the detail on 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 the front office, and also here here's here's our <laughs> here's our fries that we're selling and hats." But um, no, it's yeah, a pop fries, up. It's, food, it's drinks, come through. It's it's a really good vibe. Be a good time. Colin designed like a drinks menu. Um, oh yeah, that's gave right. Us, gave us custom names. You know, I just went ahead and gave us um, gave them three name ideas. So yeah, there's can a, we can we a, say what the what the drinks yeah, are? Yeah, so there's a hello and welcome drink. Yeah. There's uh, a generational wealth, and then there's the Tianjin poppy. Yeah, that's um, so hard. Man. So, so <laughs> why <laughs> why are people doing this for us? It's so nice. No, it's super, it's, it's it's super cool. It'll be super fun. So come yeah, come hang out and bring bring forty dollars, please, man. We need to make back this production. No, and buy some fries um, too. Yeah, yeah the Hello and Welcome I, I, has Rose Baijiu, tequila infused orange, pico tea, Ceylon mm. tea, and lemon. So mm. it's going to be a more like tropical kind of nice. vibe to it. Yeah, a little so, so Asian, it kind of fits. Tropical, it's kind of a little, you know, little welcome drink, you know? Little, yeah, a little, little, little Hong Kong inspired, you know what I mean? All right. Then I generational like wealth. All right. Lujo Baijiu. Okay, okay, okay. D-O-M Benedictine. I'm not sure what that means. Dom no, that guy was on the Spurs Summer League, man. <laughs> That's Dom Barlow right there, baby. Yo, yo. Dom Benedictine. Yo, someone on Twitter told me Jay Huff is a basketball player. Yeah, oh that, my God. that's Cash. That's Cash's cousin, Dom Jay. Yo, Dominic Benedictine is definitely. <laughs> uh, sorry, Colin. Uh, C Dip Grow Forty Two and Angle Stir. I don't know what that what that looks like, but it, that sounds like generational wealth because I actually don't understand. All right, all the right. ingredients like and then I the like Tangent Poppy. Um, yeah. Chen Pu infused Jiang Xiao Bai, 
Okay, uh, Toki whiskey. Tianjin to me. That that definitely sounds Tianjin because that's some mainland yeah. stuff right there. Uh, Langa Vulin Eight whiskey. Yo, I'm having a harder time pronouncing the English than that with the Chinese. <laughs> no, this is great. We we need we need Herbie Kuhn on this too, man. Holy. Wild, yo, man. I need I, I need I need I need the Raptors to sign like an honest to goodness mainland player with like the three syllable name. Oh man, <laughs> that one of them starts with J, one of them starts with X. No, like I man. need Jeremy essentially, but not Jeremy like with the English name. Like I need oh, Jeremy God, to show man. up, or like me to show up with my actual government name, and for Herbie oh. to announce it. I actually would love to hear that. We, we gotta That's do a really- pod with Herbie at some point, man. I'm gonna do a uh, mea culpa. I'm gonna say, yo, sorry, yeah, Herbie. I, I think, Dennis said I you're think, right. Um, I think we're all for doing a pod. I think it's on him, man. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We, we got to make it happen. I don't know if word has gotten back to him that we have clowned him for two years straight. And unfortunately, <laughs> we were wrong about it because Dennis himself says he's the only guy who says the correct way of shooting. Clowning is a little strong, man. Who do you think we've, we've really teasing. clowned? Te- it's teasing. Yeah. It's teasing. I think well, we got to do levels, man. Like, who do you think we've really clowned on this show? Probably only Lee Dan's food tastes. Like, bro, this guy was telling Bobby straight. to go to Olive Garden. All right? I feel like I feel like we're well within our rights to do that. All right? This guy telling a multimillionaire to go to Olive Garden. Yeah, I don't know, man. But yeah, we got we got to make that Herbie thing yeah. happen. Uh, what what else on this catch up? Oh, yeah. So the CCY Celeb Classic. Yo, yeah. How was that, man? Yeah. Unfortunately, without you, it was a. Uh, another wonderful event, you know, headlined mm. by by Jeremy Lin, um, who now follows me on IG. Don't unfollow me. Oh, yet. word? Oh, um, that's sick. And, Congrats, And man. Simu Lu, um, and a whole cast of other celebrities. Hold on, I'm just killing time. I'm just pulling up my notes app. Yeah, so, uh, you know, last year. So, um, you know, I was there doing the play-by-play, um, you know, shouts to Faisal for, for stepping in and, and helping out. Mm-hmm. Um and you know Carly was there, Andrew Chan was there mm-hmm. helping out courtside. So you remember last year we did the player intros. Yep. And I guess you messed up. Was it Phil Wang? Phil Wang was the one name, that yeah. you messed up. Yeah. yeah. So you guys, you guys announced the right Phil Wang this time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this time, um, you know, they put in, um, you know, just safeguards, and they they actually sent me a lot of their bios. So then, so then we didn't have to like look it up ourselves. So mm. I was able to prepare with that. Um, but I did make one mistake again, so we, oh, we, we did it again. So Taylor Shaw, um, actually it's Tyler Shaw. I did it again. Um, Tyler oh Shaw God. is is a very popular uh, singer, and right. he actually did the halftime show as well, um, as well okay. as playing in the game. And this was just because English is my second language. I was looking at the word Tyler, and I said Taylor. Mm. So I call him Taylor Shaw. Mm. But like as we we're doing the intro, Carly chimed in and like corrected me, which which I appreciated. Like she did it on the mic, so then we were able to correct it and say Tyler. And then we made a couple jokes out of it during the game, and Tyler was a good sport about it. So it, it was all good there. Like he it, he didn't make me feel bad because I did feel very bad. That's I mean up. it it happens, man. You're honestly yeah, it, not great with names, you know. Like it is what it I is. I am. I am literally the worst person with with names. So like Clem, consider this next year when you're when you're assembling your your play by play team. Um, no, 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 in no, terms, no. You yeah. are bringing me and Alex back. Sorry, Faisal. Yeah, you could be. We have, we have a third it, chair it, situation. Terms, you, you could be Mark Jackson. You could be like with all due like, respect. He's like, I apologize to Taylor Shaw. <laughs> I oh, apologize did... to the Denver Nuggets. Wait, Mark Jackson's not laid off, right? He, he, uh, the I guess it was just Jeff, I just Jeff been able to keep track. Gone. Yeah. Right. 
But there's been right. a lot of hand down, man downs there. Um, yeah. um, so, damn, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tyler Shaw is Chinese, Polish, and Ukrainian. His father was an immigrant from Hong Kong. How is his name Shaw then? Damn, he's locked in, man. Um, huh. Anyways, it was cool. Like before the game, Simu donated a $50,000 check to, to Clement oh. at center court. Um, All right. That was, like a, that was like a super cool moment. And I don't know if you remember last year, we had an intern named Ethan who was helping us out. Yeah, I remember, remember Ethan. He, he, he had the uh, rush hour hair. Um, yeah he had uh yeah he did have the rush hour hair shouts to um our guy um juntao that's what it is yeah he had the juntao hair but he was mostly just bringing us waters though so i appreciate yeah so so he was doing the same thing uh this time and this time like you know vita soy was a sponsor so he was bringing a lot of that and he definitely listened to that one recap pod and then never again because he kept referencing that pod when we talked about him Mm. i mean that's fine his hair changed yeah he's back to regular hair What's regular and, hair? Like his hair is not dyed anymore. Oh, <laughs> like it's just, but he's still Junto. Yeah, I guess, but he doesn't have that. So then, anyways, he left right at tip off. He's like, "You guys need anything else? I'm leaving." I'm like, "What? Okay." Um, How many Vitasoids do you need, man? Get I just them didn't. I just, I just didn't know this person's shift would end at tip off. Like, where oh, are okay. you during the game? Uh, anyways, game wise, the basketball was a lot better this year. Um, like, I, really? I think mainly, yeah, because Jeremy brought uh, Goku Nakisen. Who was like a teammate of his in Taiwan, like a pro player? Wait, his so name's like, really Goku? Yeah, it's like G O K U L. Um, Goku. Um, and oh, that's he, sick. Yeah, so oh, he was. Okay. Yeah, at one point I said he went Super Saiyan, and the crowd went real quiet. Um, what? And then, that's, that's hard, man. <laughs> I know. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Um, I also call the Fung Bros the Disgusting Brothers because they're filthy on the court. That's, tough crowd. That's tough also crowd. sick. What? Tough What's crowd. Wrong with that? Tough, Tough crowd. Um. Anyways, wow. anyways, the basketball is a lot better. Um. Okay, I think because Ronnie Chang wasn't there, to be honest. Like, <laughs> and I think, I think Jeremy. You know, last year we famously peer pressured Jeremy to to take more shots. Yeah, it was, we, Jeremy, it was me. It was me. It was yeah, me. but Jeremy was way more aggressive. Good, good, um, good. He should be. Um. This year, Uncle Roger, who you're familiar with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. You might need to explain this to me. Like, does he usually wear an orange polo? Because for yeah, 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 half of the game, he switched out of his jersey and was hooping in an orange polo. Um. I mean, yeah. That that is that's he. He's is that like that his look? Most of his videos. Yeah, he's wearing mo- he's wearing that in most of his videos, and then he puts okay. on the accent. Does he put on oh, the okay. accent? Did you get to talk to him? Was he uh, just, no, was, but 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 we just kept calling him Polo to Dawn, like during that part. Mm, got you, got um, and, you. And, and and then let's see what the highlights were too. Uh, Olivia Chow was there. Olivia Chow um, was there. All right. Yeah. Like, the, in the, the game, we're just watching. No, at the start of the game, like she she came to center court. Um, oh wow! As as a quick introduction. That's um, cool. Yeah, Faisal and I were gonna be like, "Yo, where's Gong?" But we forgot to make that joke. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> where's Gong? Yo, where Gong at? String? <laughs> String? Oh, where Gong? gong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, God, shout then... to my guy Gong Xiaohua. <laughs> Xiaohua, right? What? Um, that's his name. Oh, anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. Aside from that, oh, I guess the biggest thing that happened during the game was so you know the Fung Bros were there, um, and so I'm given, and I'm not trying to blame anybody here. You know, shouts to the whole CCYA team, yeah. but like I'm given a list of the players with the jersey numbers, 
Yeah, yeah of like, course. I need the jersey numbers just to be able to to recognize these. Let's people. be honest. You're not watching YouTube, so you don't know half the people on there. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, through some mistake, maybe it was through me sorting the numbers on Excel or the mm. way it was given to me. Oh, you had them jumbled? The Fumbros were transposed. Yeah, so... Andrew oh. was David's number on mine, and okay. David was so the, for the whole game, I guess. Uh-huh. When when Andrew Fung was like going off, um, yeah. and by going off, I mean like you know like dribbling twice. Um, I was like, I was like, yeah, like damn, like that's David Fung, right? So then uh-huh. finally in the third quarter, uh, my man had enough. Uh-huh. Like he looked over to me and Faisal. He's like, you've been calling me David all game. Like he was actually mad. <laughs> So then, I was like, I was like, damn, this kind of sour my mood on this situation right now. Like, I'm just here having fun. I'm like, can I just even explain to you that the numbers might have been transposed on the third tab of a spreadsheet? Yo, like, that's crazy. So, so that for the rest of the game, like, I was like, all right, man, I'm staying out of it. So every time we got the ball, I was just like, Team CCYA has the ball. <laughs> We we just let we just let the situation slide. So oh, so wow. Raptor show Raptor show officially beefing with the Fung Bros. This is a I, this is a classic. One, this is a classic. We're not they're not even thinking about a situation. I mean they were thinking but, about you guys. <laughs> yeah, yo. So the funniest thing is I'm going around and like at the after party, like I'm yeah, hanging yeah. out with like Craig and Ivy from like Patois, Shasta and like yeah. I'm I'm telling them I'm telling them I'm like yo this little thing happened with the Fung Bros. Mm-hmm. And like you know me, like I love my content, so I'm like trying to make it sound like it's like a beef or whatever. I mean, it's not like um, a beef, honestly. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. call me Alex, like if you call me Alex the whole <laughs> game, like we've both been down to the Raptors game, and you've my been only thing, Bill, I've been my only Alex, thing is like he could have just game. he could have just approached me like you know at halftime and just told me like like gently. But here's the thing, like, though these nicely. guys are, these guys are actually like really like famous. Yeah, I'm not online. I'm not gonna get. I'm like not we're talking about millions of views, bro. Like so um, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. They're not used to that. being like, hey, I'm I'm this. You know, people just know who they they're, are. They're not used. To, yeah. Well, you yeah. Know, anyways, um, yeah. yeah. So anyways, like I'm telling them, and 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 then and then I I got a call. I got a call from Ivy like after we left. Mm. Um, she, and then her and Craig called me from their car. This is yeah, like yeah. one in the morning. I'm like getting ready for bed. I get a call from them. I'm like, man, what's going on? I pick up. What kind of after party like, has you in bed? <laughs> one in the morning, bro. What kind bro, of after party is bro, this? Bro, I'm 38, brother. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm like, yo, what's up? They're like, yo, we just like we really value your friendship. So we just want you to know, like, we actually talked to the Fung Bros, and they're gonna come try our patties at June Pub tomorrow. <laughs> And we want to make sure that you're not upset <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> when you see this guy. And I'm like, damn, like that actually made me feel good. I'm like, I didn't know you value the friendship like that. But I'm also like, yo, I don't care about this stuff. Bro, you understand uh, the Fung Bros coming to your shop and eating your food. No, of course. It's going like to be that, huge views. Yeah. Man. So, like, you know, you're not trying to like if the Fung Bros, If the Fung Bros want to come try the Raptor show, you know, I'm just going to have to step aside. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, uh, I mean. Like, you know. So, are they anyways, trying to do that? Because anyways, uh, we've talked about the Fung Bros a lot too on yeah. and off air. I feel like throughout this well, year. <laughs> every time we do food concept, we're like, what are we, the Fung Bros? And, and, <laughs> yeah. and now you're literally beefing with the Fung Bros. So Yeah, so this is yeah. the this is a new fake beef. Um uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll settle it uh sometime. Nephews got to meet uh Stephen He, emotional damage. Mm. Um so it's guy. he not her. Yeah, it's uh it's it's he. Yeah, mm. that was confirmed. I guess that I guess that's like my name is 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 Lou, not Lo. 
Oh but yeah, that's it true. Is what it is. Yeah, so then like a bunch of them were just walking around um, the celebs like courtside, taking like selfies with a bunch of kids and stuff. Uh huh. So then my nephews were waiting there like pregame and postgame, and yep. then at one point I was like bringing over friends who were there. So like Evie Kwan was there. Uh huh. So I'm like, uh, like I'm Evie's like, yo, I want to see your nephew. So I like bring her over, and my nephew's like, yo, she's not a celeb, man, get out of here. <laughs> Yo, I'm legit. Yo. I'm legit. Like, yo, meet my oh, friend Abby, man. Gosh. She wants to meet you, and they're like, okay. <laughs> they're like, hello. <laughs> they were just dating her. Yo, <laughs> like crazy. Yo. Nah, man. Yo, it was you so funny, man. No, nah, but were they excited to see Faisal? Uh, oh yeah, they love Faisal, man. Their so, best so friend Faisal. So yeah, so they saw Faisal. They're cool, Faisal, they're they cool with civilians. Yeah, no, no, they're cloud chasers for sure because they see oh, Faisal on Sports Central all the time. Okay. Um. So, so they're. I guess they're, they're big, not watching they're Vice News. Fans. They're a little too young for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they should be watching Vice News right now. Oh, oh my god! Man. They're not watching Abby um, make the uh <laughs> the Thailand cheeseburger with twenty oh, slices no, of cheese. Man. Oh yeah, she was slapping that cheese up, man. Holy. Uh. Anyways, and, and finally, you know, the star of the game was actually Victor, the ref that we knew. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Um. So like, obviously, referee got to catch was the star with, of the uh, game, man. What is this? this? Scott yeah, Foster NBA Finals. By the way, watching so, Scott Foster walk around. People, yo, there were kids who were running up to Scott Foster being like, Scott Foster, I'm a big fan. Can I get your autograph? And I was like, yo, what world are we in? No, that's that's, the game is the game is gone, bro. The game is gone. People were running up to to freaking Scott Foster begging for autographs. That's how that's how you know the NBA is in the mud, man. The NBA is in the mud. Yo, honestly, Joey Crawford running around, people getting trying to get Joey Crawford's signature. No, no. Sometimes sometimes I look at the NBA, I'm like, man, the good times have passed us, man. Um, so 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 Victor, the ref before the game, you know, we banter a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's your first time meeting him, right? No, we well, talked last La- year too. Oh, right, right. Last year we talked. Yeah, yeah last, year. last year was when he first introduced, and he was yeah, like, yeah, "Yo, right. listen to you guys." He's like, "Will, you know, be careful what you say about the refs and stuff." Like, yeah, 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 our I- jobs are tough. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, so, anyways, like we tried a pregame, and then like you know, I guess because I know Victor more than I know half of those YouTubers, like I just mm-hmm. kept bantering about Victor during the commentary. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, I got, I got minus six and a half on Team Jeremy Lin Foundation, and then I was like roasting Victor whenever he wouldn't give calls. Mm-hmm. Um, but Victor was having a good time about it, and then he came to me in the third quarter. I think he was trying to help a couple of the celebs who like didn't really play basketball on the team, like have a good time, get on the board and stuff. So he's like, he gave me a warning before the fourth quarter. He's like, yo, I'm gonna call these fouls here and here, 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 oh, just okay. to get people to the free throw line. So you know. interesting. Yeah, he did did a little did a little friendly rigging of the game, um, just to make things a little interesting. But you know, it was Elam ending, all of that stuff. I think Jeremy scored the last layup to to wrap it up. So yeah, it was mm. it was uh it was good energy. But but you were missed though. All right, that's cool, so, man. I yeah, appreciate you're it. Missed. Yeah, you're missed. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so my day was split was between. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was chill. My day was split between a, a pre-Fung Bros incident and post-Fung mm. Bros. All right, if there's any other after-party uh, stories, tell me offline. There's we'll really no after-party stories, man. I was oh, home okay. at one, man. We well, just had food and drinks, and that's it. Because last year there were some more, but we'll, we'll leave that out. Oh, what was that? Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's about it. That's cool. All right. Well, shout out to yeah. CYA. That's, uh, I'm happy it was a great event. Um. I haven't asked my brother yet about uh, how how his experience was as a fan, so I'll get oh, his. Oh, your brother was there. Yeah, so I got him tickets what? to go. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not going, so I was like, all right. Well, oh, he should have sent me I a photo tickets? of him or something. So you could have spotted him, man. You could have spotted 
an Asian kid in, in I just crab? don't know what he I don't know what, what he looks Asian like. child? I, I should have shot it. I should have shot it. Uber Eats. Uber Eats is here. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> juicy man. dumplings again. No. <laughs> Anyone order juicy dumplings two for one? <laughs> no, nah, you're killing my brother, man. God damn. Don't nah, worry, man. Me and him live the, the same lifestyle, man. <laughs> call him the juicy dumpling, man. No, he, man. No. He juicy Let, J. <laughs> he juicy Let, G for George. <laughs> Let let your brother know oh, we live man. the same lifestyle. Man. Uh, <laughs> no, I've seen your Uber Eats, man. I, I know I know what it's about, man. Oh, uh, shout to juicy J. No, but shout oh, We were saying like super fresh. Obviously announced they were they were closing. Yeah. Um, shouts to Trevor, but you know, yeah, Robert I took George there like literally like. I don't know, two weeks before it ended, or maybe three yeah, weeks about before it ended. Still he had a there. great time, man. Talk to Trevor, too. I think he's got other plans to maybe have, like, other pop-ups or locations yeah. open up. So, All right, so good. Make sure. Good. Keep an eye on that. Just follow Bowbird and stuff. Absolutely, man. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That's 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 all I got, man. What else? Um, what else so, you went on a trip? What, what's this trip you're going on? Yeah, so I'm leaving on Saturday. Going to be in Seoul for a week, and then going to Tokyo, and then I'll be back on August seventh. Oh, so you're just doing big city kind of things? So you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm going to be like right. going too crazy. I'm going to do a lot of research. Just going to check out a lot of food spots, different areas in the city. Mm. Do some shopping, chill out. Yo, do people actually like specifically budget time for shopping? When they go on vacations? I mean, cause... I got a list of just, like, vintage stores and stuff. And okay. Like stores that I want to check out. I mean, I literally booked an appointment with a vintage dealer in Seoul for next Monday. Oh, Because he's, he's appointment only, so I got to, like, take a bus so, to meet him. That's kind of sick. <laughs> no, I followed him on IG. This was, like, a recommendation from uh, Josh and Vintage We Trust. Uh-huh. And he was like, yo, this guy's super cool. Like, he's, like, big time in, like, the local scene. So, like, yeah, like, just stuff Damn. like that. And mm. I'm trying to link up with Takashi, too, hopefully. Oh, okay. Um, nice, nice, in, nice. In Tokyo. But he, but he told me because of the FIBA World Cup, there might be some stuff happening. Um, right. So, Or he's just trying to fade me. I don't know, man. Takashi. No, I don't think he's trying to fade you, bro. I mean, Takashi, don't, don't. To be fair, Takashi, this, this ain't quite like Nick Nurse being like, hey, Takashi, we're going to get that coffee. On every Zoom call, and then the Raptors, and then the and then the, the <laughs> Team Canada did not qualify for the Olympics. Yo, I already made some reservate dinner reservations in Rapongi and stuff. So Takashi, hey, you, you know, let me know. We can change that from a table for one to a table for two. Man, it's on me, brother. This guy said Rapongi. What's Rapongi? <laughs> what is Rapongi? There's no way. Well, no, it's good that we get to meet like these uh, Raptor Show Universe characters um, because you know. Got to see Andy out in out in the bay. Yeah, got to Chelsea, see Sweetie as Chelsea well Andy. at Summer League. Oh, that's so. right! Forgot to talk about that. You ran into ran into Sweet Cheeks. That was super cool. Yeah, stop calling him Sweet Cheeks, bro. Holy, <laughs> why? Because uh, it was yeah. So we were in the same area essentially, like the the media area where the beside yeah. the tunnel. And I think I think I I had spotted him first, or maybe he spotted me first. But like regardless, I was coming to see the Boston game. Um, I think it was Boston versus LA, and mm. I was mostly there to see how like our Toronto guys are doing, like Justin and Delano. You know, this because this is what happens in Vegas, right? Like typically, you should have just gone home. It's seven o'clock. You're done work. You should go home and then go to like have some go to dinner and then go gamble or have to see a show or whatever, right? Like, yep, that's what you should do in Vegas. But for mm. me, I'm like, oh, I'm there for work, so I'm here to I'm gonna stay and watch Delano and Justin versus and Jordan Walsh versus Max Christie and uh, Jalen Hood Shafino. 
uh, for the next two and a half hours. And so like, that's how ultimately you, I feel like the work-life balance, I, I'll approach it a little bit better next time, but I was sticking around to watch that game. And so, yeah, him being a Boston reporter, he was there. And so I saw him and I was like, adapt him. And I was like, yo, it's great to meet. It's great to connect. We got to take this photo. Um, we got this other guy from Mass Live, one of the other reporters. I forget who it was. I'm sorry, man. I'm so terrible with names. But he took the photo for us and we posted it. Honestly, no, look at the sick. photo. Don't look that much alike, but it is what it is. But uh, Man, I've, I've heard people, people have messaged me too, be like, yo, they don't actually look alike. And I, I want to dispute that, man. I think it like, was certain angles and certain like photos look more similar. Sure. Yeah, I mean, if you don't feel like you guys look alike, then we no, because no, I I think we look alike. But then I when I, when yeah. I was like looking at the photograph, I was like, ah, you know, it, maybe this the photograph itself didn't look that great. But then like, um, he was like, yo, I knew you were here because Gary Washburn thought I was here earlier, and, <laughs> but he saw you instead. <laughs> so I was like, all right. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So that confirms that there is a no. There, there definitely well, is confirms. A dis- Confirms two things: there's there's lookalikes and there's not enough not enough Asians in this industry. I'm just saying he 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 was looking at me like Andrew Fung, and I was looking at him like David Fung. You know what I mean? so. <laughs> like has like has Tim Bontemps ever been mistaken for another other person? Um, Bontemps yeah, is has, pretty distinctive. Bontemps might also have the same Pat Delaney haircut situation. Like, which right? Which white reporter do you think could get mixed up? Like I don't know. I feel like they're pretty distinctive. You think Sam Amix run into a case of mistaken identity? Like, Sam Amick. What does Sam Amick look like? Some of the guys, I don't even know what they look like, man. Let me look up Sam Amick. Or even second. guys like guys like Nick Ferdell, like they, they got a pretty distinct look and stuff, too. Nick Ferdell got a distinct look. He got really rosy cheeks. Yeah, like yeah. if Sam Amick was walking no, around... we're talking and, about Nick's rosy cheeks. No, he got rosy cheeks. He got the sweet <laughs> cheeks guy, himself, this guy man. Said, don't, this guy said, don't call him sweet cheeks. I'm just saying, he got, he got a little sweet cheeks himself. Yeah, I mean, Sam Amick, oh. yeah. You know, he got he got a little bit of that Dave McMenamin vibe too. <laughs> <laughs> no, show us to my guy. Mick this Penn. could be Mech Eleven, man. <laughs> no, no, man. This guy opening up a this guy opening up a new McDonald's on Queen of Sam and Mick Eleven, man. Yo, Mick Eleven is crazy, man. <laughs> he Mick Eleven Ultra, man. Oh. Yo, that's wild, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh man. No, I, honestly, like, yeah, I, I think there's more options to choose from on that front. Um, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. You met Sweet Cheeks and um, yeah. and the other Sweet Cheeks, Andy Lou. Yo, uh, shout out to Andy, bro. Okay, so here's the thing. So going on this trip, so I, I went to Vegas for the first five days, and then I went a short flight from Vegas to uh, San Francisco, and then to see my family in the Bay Area. And so I was like, yo, Andy, I'm coming through. Like, let's link up. Right. And other times Andy had been in Toronto before, like in the finals, I was in, I was in San Fran, but we just didn't really connect in that same way. And so this time I'm like, I'm going to make sure this happens. And so he's like, yo, man, I've caught you, brother. Whatever you want, man. What do you want to do? You want to go clubbing? You want to, you know, know?" I was like, no, man, I just (laughs) want to have dinner. That's cool. He's like, yeah, yeah, of course I got you, man. He's like, yo, where do you want to go? And then I was like, yo, listen, you're the, yeah, you know, whatever you would typically go, like you recommend, right? He's like, oh, you like Korean? And I'm like, yeah, I love Korean. He's like, yeah, me too. And then so, <laughs> although I think he was, he was, he was, he was, he was speaking from a different perspective in terms of I love Korean, but mm. um, he's like, yo, let's go to this place, man. It's called Daeho. And I was like, all right, that's, that's cool. Right. So, um, so we were, so we, first of all, we weren't in San Francisco. Like the, the Bay Area is just like quite large. The, the San Francisco itself is like, probably more smaller, more confined. Um, and, but yeah, there's like Oakland across the, the bay and there's like San Jose at the bottom or, and also they don't call it, they just, it's SF and SJ. Like I was saying San Francisco and he was looking at me funny. So I was mm. like, all right, SF, SJ, right. In between SF and SJ, which is probably like the distance between like Toronto and like Hamilton, for example, there's like all of these little, um, 
I wouldn't even say towns. They were like pretty, I would say they're just like, you know, cities in between. Um, so my family lives in Palo Alto. He, he lived like near San Mateo. So we just like went, met at San Mateo um, and for this place called Dejo. And I get there um, 7.30. Restaurant apparently closes at 9. Um, so we got there at 7.30. I was like, oh, this is perfect. It's just enough time. There's like a huge lineup outside. Like people walking, like there's, I don't know, at least 20 people waiting outside. And there was some like, iPads and stuff at the door. So I got there first. So I was waiting. He was like parking. And then he got there and he's like, yo, did you put did you put us in you know in the queue? And I was like, what? So put ourselves in the queue. Then we're waiting around for like an hour and we're like, man, people are going in. Like we might not get in in time. So we finally decided to walk in and see the hostess. And she's like, oh, not only do you have to get in the queue, but then when you get called up, you have to call call them into the like the the host area and just put place your order. And then go back outside, and then you can finally get a table. Like it was like a complicated process, but regardless, mm. so I'm just chilling with Andy this whole time. So I don't know. We just sat out, standing outside, just talking for an hour. This guy pulls up, light blue sweater, track <laughs> pants, and Crocs with, <laughs> with like all these like anime pins or whatever into the into the sides <laughs> of his Crocs. I don't know what I was expecting, but I, I suppose it was actually very Andy Lou. Also, Crocs are huge out there, man. Like everybody got a pair of Crocs on. Yo, Crocs, Crocs might be over, man. It's it's you know. What do you mean it's Crocs over, bro? Guy. No, it's overpopulated, man. Everybody oh. got Crocs now. Well, de- definitely everyone in the Bay had Crocs. I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, my cousin had Crocs. I was wearing Crocs out there as well, too. Damn, um, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, whatever. It, it is what it is, right? So, we, so we wait on the restaurant. We we chat and whatever, and and like, it was pretty normal. Like, it wasn't anything crazy, but you know, just asking about like you know getting to know each other and stuff. Got to the Korean place, and then yeah, we only ordered two things, but it came out to like, well, we ordered two things. We also ordered like three bottles of soju, kind of thing. Mm. That's that's, so, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to know, man. Oh yeah, yeah, no. With the soju, soju definitely flowing, count. but we got this like eighty dollar like um, hot plate item that was like literally the size of like just a bowl bigger than your head, my head, mm. even. And it was just filled. It was it was really good though. It was like glass noodle. It was like rice cakes. Plus these Korean spots, they'd be bringing out Carrots, like twenty beef. side dishes for you and stuff. Oh too. yeah, all the side dishes, all the banchan, um, all the. Uh, well, what did we have? Like we had like soup as well. So we were we were going we were going in. We had we had soju. I'm telling him what happened with the Raptors. He telling me what happened with the Warriors this year. <laughs> no, nah, this guy these guys talking shop, man. <laughs> At a certain point, we're like, all right, we talk about the personal life stuff. Let's talk about let's talk about that. <laughs> That's jokes, man. So this guy telling me what, what happened with Andrew. What happened with Jordan Poole? What happened with Draymond? What happened man. with Clay? What happened with Kaminga? Like all all this other stuff, no, right? And Andy lose the Asian camera on, man. Really? Yeah, honestly, uh, yeah. He on, like he's like, yo, I wanted to quit light years three times, but and Sam kept roping me back in. Yo. Oh, that's oh man, we yo light years raptor show, <laughs> light years raptor show cops. Oh man, you must have told us some stories about me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Would, you would never, you would never do that. <laughs> you would never. <laughs> You're like my brother. It's like that out there too. <laughs> I'm like, you also wanted to quit light podcasting to go live in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> holy uh, yo that's wild man. nah he is sicko man but no that's good man i was i was, I was telling nah. you man like i i had a i had a dream and andy was in it like when i woke up this morning <laughs> how are you dreaming about andy lou man no so we were in hong kong and like i don't know what happened but the world cup was happening in hong kong uh-huh, and yeah. i guess that's i flew back there and then like we were in some basement. You were there too. I think like Ennis, like, you know, typical poker guys. We were running okay. some like underground poker game. Uh, yeah. So had a dream involving you, you and Andy. 
that's that's where life is that's at right uh, now. yeah all right, I mean, you know, I've, I could, I feel like you could use a vacation, man. You dream about work. This is, this is all, this <laughs> I'm not even dreaming about work, man. man. I think the last tweet I saw last night was Andy, a tweet from Andy, probably just a K-pop Spotify link. And then I think about gambling all the time. So I guess that's how it seeps in to to my mm. dream. And I was supposed to wake up and pod with you. So that's that's how I would analyze my own, my own dream there. So mm. anyways. Got you. What are we doing? Got you. Man? All right, by the way, yeah. Also, by the way, he was telling us... Um, What's up? They, they, yeah, he was telling us uh, the Lockton guys, they make bank. Oh, word? Okay. I'm not going to clarify how much bank. I'll tell you that in person. But yeah. Yeah, they, they make it bank. We, we might have to have further discussions, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just I, let's, saying. Uh, let's move this off air real just, quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, what's up? So that, that that's most of what's been going on in life. What, are we, what else do we have on the rundown? We didn't even have a rundown for this one. I think it's pretty clear. No, I'm uh, calling this a July banter pod. This is basically a banter pod. I mean, like, we want to do one of those banter pods where we get all the questions, too, as well. But, um, you know, uh, that'll have to wait until you're back. When are you back again? August 7th. We'll do a monster one. In, August we'll do 7th. a monster one in August. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Because then at that point, we have your stories from, you know, being out there, buying vintage. Uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully, a, hopefully a Takashi meetup as well, you know. No, Takashi meetup will be sick, man. Yeah. How old do you think Takeshi is? Man? I'm going to say... Is he like Loki, my dad's Takeshi, age? I feel like he told me his age because I, I wrote a story about him. Um, oh, you did? Yeah, for the New York Times, man. Um, oh, yeah, that's um, right. That's right. My bad, my bad. 40, I'm going to say he's 45. Takeshi, if I'm way over, you know, my apologies. My guess is gotcha. 45. You, you never know with Asians. You really He don't. a 45 um, boy. Um. That's that's my best guess. Yeah, there are forty five men at that. Point. <laughs> I feel like you officially crossed the Terrence man threshold. Yeah, what's already. what's going on on the pod feed, man? You taking it easy now? Next couple of weeks, or, or what's the? I mean, yeah, just, I think I'll probably cut it down to like two or three in episodes a week. I mean, if there's if there's room to do more, obviously I'll do more. Yeah. If there's actual Raptors news, but like I feel like a lot of the league is going um, on more of a hiatus, especially after summer league is mm. over. Like it really is a Plus, great period in just, August for you should most just NBA to take get some away, time so. off. Just, you know, enjoy yourself, bro. I mean, yeah, I hear that. Like, I actually really did enjoy myself in, in, in SF. No, it's okay? great. Um, Cause like the season's going to be here. Like before you know it, bro. I know. I know. I know. Plus we got to lock in for uh, the in season tournament, bro. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, I, I saw lots of signage for that in Vegas, by the way. Yeah, that's how that's how you know it's going to flop, man, if you're promoting it this much. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, yeah, it, it was it was tough, let's just say. Also, they were they were promoting LeBron everywhere, and I'm like, yeah, LeBron ain't retiring, man. No, LeBron was never going to retire, man. Who, who? I don't, That was just the funniest. Who even, even the NBA wasn't taking it serious. Like, they had LeBron front and center with Steph and, and like, Giannis. The NBA needs to just get and more. Like, the NBA needs to get more serious, man. Like, like we need to. NBA is in the mud right now, officially, man. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I, like I said, man, people were running after Scott Foster trying to get his Man, like, they're like, yo, I loved you in game six of Rockets Warriors when you made that 18 calls on Chris Paul. <laughs> like, How are what? people not throwing tomatoes at him? <laughs> yo, man? like, these guys listing off Scott, Scott Foster's greatest hits, man. Yeah, that's what are tough. What <sighs> Yeah. Anyways, we, oh yeah, we had we had a, we had a previous Hongqing event too, actually. Before, before <laughs> oh this God! One. Oh yeah. Which <laughs> do we need to get into that right now? Uh, yeah. You know what? Actually, there's a couple <laughs> items here that we don't really need to get into. But shouts to shout. Okay, here's the thing. Shouts to Forever Young, um, because 
we were playing that in in the restaurant. It was like shut down at that point. The restaurant we had some like carryover. Yeah, yeah. Months. We were hanging out at Hong Chang probably like last month. I want to say. Yeah. You guys were going. You were you. I didn't know how much you appreciated the song "Forever Young." You were really you were. Oh uh, yeah, "Forever Young" with Hope. You know when yeah. when you and uh, Juicy Juicy G turned thirty eight. You know I think you'll appreciate the more late stage mm. Jay Z stuff. Like, got you, like got you. Again. Yeah, because uh, right now I'm not able to appreciate so much. Uh, you know, four forty four or. Madame McCarter, Holy Grail. It's 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 less accessible music for me. Yeah, but for Forever sure. Young was it's, it's still it was a pretty well, good you, one. If, and then Devil in New Dress was we, a really good karaoke oh, song. Oh, that one's classic, man. Um, if you know, if you start getting that locked on money, maybe you can start appreciating that Magna Carta. You know? Oh no, relax. Don't re- you know? respect them. They are, they're not on locked on time. All right, they're on a different one. Hey, I'll explain the business model to you afterwards. <laughs> God. And, and what that model can. Uh, <laughs> Net. All right, let's get to that quick. Um, yeah. um, it's gross what I net. Uh, yo, that's wild, man. <laughs> yo, that's actually got hard, man. All right, that man. A, ba- no, that's a that's a Drake bar. That's a Drake basketball. Bar. Okay, then 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 it sucks. Um, basketball, basketball <laughs> okay. reference game. So people, you know, like so, like we didn't start the basketball reference game. Like it's just been like a bootleg version I've been playing for like years mm-hmm, with my mm-hmm. friends but it's been cool like the last month seeing um a variation of this um it started in baseball i think called it immaculate grid where basically it's just mm-hmm. a grid and then at the top there's teams at the bottom there's teams and you have to like just come up with guys who played on like both teams during their career and it's now translated to basketball hoopgrids.com is the one that i use which is super yeah. cool. They come out with a new one every day and the variations are super cool. And like the whole point of the game is to get like, I guess the most obscure guys as possible um, for like a rarity score. Um, so it's mm-hmm. been super fun. It's been super fun doing that. Um, I mean, I would love like a live hoop grids competition. I mean, I've been seeing the things that like James Herbert, even Mike Prada have been posting. Like those guys are like, those guys are like on another level um in terms of getting the most that's the thing players. this game looks insanely hard so how do you actually play it so you just i mean the hoop girts one is not bad because like um you have like pretty much like unlimited guesses so like let's say like yesterday's grid like if you have a player you're trying to come you just have to come up with players you just have to come up with players that that's fit it? that grid so it's like yesterday's grid you have to come up with a guy who played on both phoenix and new york like that's, that's so one square. Players. Yeah, but it's like you're trying to think of the most obscure player possible. Obscure. Why is it an obscure player who's played for Phoenix and New York, man? So if I'm looking at that grid, wow, like okay. I mean, I went with Stefan Marbury. I'm looking at James Herbert's grid. He had Earl Barron, which was crazy. Um, and and then so is it just like anybody who's who yeah yeah yeah? But but you're not trying to like so like. So like they had a they had a category yesterday that was like uh players who have played on the Knicks with like 1000 plus like career blocks. So like you could do an obvious pick like Patrick Ewing, right? Right, and, right. But but then, or you could do but that, some, that'll like, give you a super stuff. high score. Like cuz oh so it's about it's about how rare yeah, it is. Cause, cause, so if it's like Suns and and Knicks, I could be like Lou Almond. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like um, okay. So, like, All for right. Knicks, 100-plus blocks, I did Herb Williams, and it was 0.78%, which is, like, oh, a super hard. low yeah, yeah. score. Um, right, right. And, like... <laughs> or as Clem will call him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
The man who played one game for Toronto. No, but like that that's all it is. It's like yesterday you had to pick a player that was like Suns Cavs and I went Mil Palacio and it was 0.02%. Like that that mm. adrenaline hit was crazy. Okay. But it's like it's a super right, fun right. game and it's for like it's basically for similar heads. Interesting. Like like how we play our basketball reference game. But I think the key to these key to this game, the grids is like knowing like 80s, 90s and stuff. So you can right. like really dig like deep in the bag and stuff. Got you. So all right, no, you should try That's it out, cool. man. It's fun, and like uh, a lot of people are playing it right now. And it got all it right. got bought by Basketball Reference, I think. I think Basketball Reference bought a bunch of these. Like, That's things. cool. I like yeah, it. Yeah. So like, yeah. I guess we were we were at the forefront of of uh. Well, I mean, you were at the forefront. You said you've been playing this since high school. Yeah, but man. this is such a bootleg game. You literally just pull up Basketball Reference. I feel like this is more fun. I got no. I like this, this version. Is, this is uh yeah, grids yeah, yeah. grids i would do like you know it, like if it was like a live competition that would be sick like yeah like for money agree, you know maybe put yeah, a g on the players, line five minutes yeah oh, okay all right we'll be putting a g <laughs> yeah. on the line man. maybe you can stake Damn. me yeah. Make uh, it happen. yeah i mean I, I'll, I'll go in for 20 bucks <laughs> yo <then>. that's insane <laughs> you, you, got, you got 980 elsewhere this guy said i'm in for t- this guy said i got you and he's in for 20 minutes <laughs> Uh, all right no, no, no. so the, uh, b-ball ref. our basketball reference game yeah we're keeping b-ball it just ref. to clarify right. we're keeping it pure we're gonna continue with our b-ball ref oh yeah, yeah just for the rest of, of the course, offseason of and then i retire yeah. all right so the theme oh god <laughs> there's always a stupid yeah, what is the same patty's the theme day? is Fuck. no the theme is executives come on players man. turn executives that i ran into it's summer league all, all right, right that's go. the theme all right that's the that's the theme. All right, let's go but essentially former players who are still involved in the NBA. all right, all right? let's go this is level one level one is uh <sighs> fairly easy i would think this player was the 35th overall pick in the 1999 nba draft God. yep yeah i can hear the scribbling that's crazy all right so 35th pick 1999 nba draft started in washington 1999 2000 and then 2000 2001 was in washington gets traded that season 01 2000 um 2001 to dallas ends this season there then plays next three seasons in seattle from 01 to 04 calvin booth oh yeah yeah, level one how'd you get that that quickly damn level one i I remember him on the wizards yeah Really? Because yeah. this guy was averaging three points a game. Well, the, the exact the exact hint helps too, though. The, the exact hint helps. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. That's that's pretty good because I thought this would be kind of obscure because I based on the career alone, I don't think I would have guessed this man. That's that's tough. All right. Next one. This guy was the fifth overall pick in the 2000 NBA draft. Mm. He with your favorite team, mm. the Orlando Magic. Oh, yeah, bust. Okay. <laughs> If he's an exact, this guy had a long. If he's an exact, he had a, he had a long career. I man. know he's a bust. Um, t- two thousand, two thousand, and uh, yeah, first three seasons. So from two thousand to two thousand three, was in Orlando. Gets traded to Memphis, two thousand three. Yeah, it's Mike yeah, Miller. Yeah, right, right. Damn, I gotta change themes, bro. Yeah. I, I may, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. we'll see. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. see. All right, we'll maybe. that's that's good though. That's good. That's good. Mike Miller, honestly, Mike Miller might have been easier than Calvin Booth, quite frankly, because mm. the Orlando traded to. To Memphis is, is is easy, and then also him playing on the yeah. Once uh, I heard Memphis, the Heat teams. Once I heard Memphis, yeah. All right, last one, last one, last one. Twenty mm. uh, eighth pick, two thousand and seven NBA draft. 
All right. Started his career in San Antonio. Played in San Antonio five seasons from 2010 to 2015. Then Atlanta, 15-16. And then Philadelphia, 16-17. Before hitting retirement at 32. What? So he was drafted in 07, but he didn't start till 2010? Yes, I... I guess he was maybe stashed. I think the Spurs were doing that for okay. a while. Yeah, he he probably was stashed. He was European, I guess. He is not American. Okay, he's that not. is that is technic. That's yeah, is that that's, a race that's card. Your, that's your hand. That that's not a race card. I feel. Like. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to play the race card, you yeah, can. Let, but, let me I mean, hold the race know. card. I, let me hold the race card. Yeah, you don't you don't need to. I don't think for those. Okay, it's, it's man. Yeah. yeah, this one this one's not coming to mind right away. So he comes. He's on those good Spurs teams. Yeah, he's he's won a title with the Spurs. Yeah, he's on a good Spurs team, and then randomly goes to Atlanta for one year. Yeah, I don't remember but that. They're at good all, that but, year I mean, too. There. I think I feel, like that's decent. a 15-16 Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. That's team. the. Uh, that's well. That's a f- that's one year after they were the sixty-one Hawks. Okay, but they were still good. Um, like decent. yeah, they were still good. Yeah, and then he goes to the rebuilding Sixers, who are kind of coming up. He was only the Sixers for like eight games. You don't need yeah. to concern yourself too much with the Sixers. <sighs> I'm not getting this guy. Um, wait, is this Splitter? Yeah, it's oh, Tiago okay. Splitter. There we go. Yeah. Right. He was uh like, he was on the I think the Houston Rockets coach. I don't side. remember him on Atlanta at all, man. Yeah, I think he went with like Bud. He went to go join Bud. Oh, okay. He was like the backup center kind of Damn. thing. Yeah. All right, feeling feeling fresh. Yeah. All right. You know what former execs? It wasn't that difficult. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, it's good times. There there were some more diff oh man, there were some other ones. No. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with one more surprise all one right, before we all right, one more. We hit you with a bonus because you were doing so well on this all one. Alright, let's right? go. So bonus and the bonus. This player will undrafted. Oh god. Are you ready? Yeah. Undrafted player. All right. Yeah. Starts his career in Dallas. Yep. Oh six, oh seven. Alright. Next season, oh seven, oh eight, didn't play in the NBA. <laughs> no, it was in Italy bro, and Spain. This man had a gap year. <laughs> that went he back, had a gap year, right? Man. He, he was a mere coffee. Yeah, he came to he came to America for a mere coffee, oh and then he went back overseas. God, all right, man. Then came back to the league. Oh eight oh nine was with San Antonio, and then also with Toronto. With Toronto. All right. Then oh nine ten was playing in Houston. Actually, started in Toronto, then went to Houston in oh nine ten, and then 2010-2011 was with the Charlotte. Uh, no, that's the New Orleans Hornets. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> but he was a two-time Raptor, so when, he did spend two years oh with the Raptor. And and I I will I will actually I'll give you a hint if you need one. But <sighs> yeah, uh, is he is he American? He's not American. Not born in the states. He's, Actually, just not American. Period. Okay, he's not American. He was with the Raptors when they had Bosch. I guess they did. He did play with Chris Bosch, but he was not American. It's not Rasho because he was on Minnesota, right? Uh, yeah, he wasn't on. Dallas. Yeah, it was that Rasho's way off, man. Sorry. Who else was European on those? Damn, man. San Antonio, Toronto. Yeah, he played like three games with San Antonio. I wouldn't really associate. How many with San games did he play with Toronto? He played nineteen in two thousand eight oh nine, and then played sixteen in oh nine ten. Oh, this guy's obscure, man. Yeah, this guy got a sick rarity score. This guy is obscure as hell, man. He wraps it up. Yeah. Oh, I think. Oh man, someone's coming to mind. Who is that dude? Mm. 
This this man shoot threes? No, no, not a not a shooter He's at all. Not a shooter at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so no no vision. Say he was a he's a rebounder. He's, a, he's a rebounder. rebounder. That's great, man. This guy <laughs> this guy crashes the boards, man. Yeah, he definitely crashed the boards. Oh, he's that's, a lunch pail type of guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 he brought his lunch pail. Oh yeah. man, he brought a, he, he brought a hard hat to the game. He brought his charcuterie yeah. to the game, man. <laughs> no, he's not eating charcuterie, bro. It's it's it was, we're talking straight lunchables. Oh my god, man! This guy was like thirty something games with the Raptors. Like yeah, yeah. And then this guy was. I mean, yo, you got other hints, man. You forgot how to play this game. Man. I know, I know, I know. I, I got a. You got the race card. You got a. I want, you, you got I a. I want to get a, it pure. A special hints. I want to you know. get it pure. Uh, okay. Um, all right. All right. So he only played, and he's not. He's American. If he's crashing the boards, I guess he's a big. Yeah, he's a big. He's crashing yep. the boards, man. So we got Bosch, Bosch shoots. Who else is crashing on the weak side, man? Who's grabbing these dumb boards? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> all right, relax, oh, all right? Oh, my God, man. Got... Yeah, Hito misses the shot. Yeah, this guy comes in and gets the offensive here's, here's rebound. Jared Jack, you know, way mm, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who is grabbing these, man? Oh, my God. Um. All right, give me another hint, man. Okay, he, he's a he's a fan favorite. He's like an obscure fan favorite here in Toronto. This guy's a like, fan favorite. Yeah, he's a fan favorite. But he played like thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is he a fan favorite? I think part part of why he had a, he was a fan favorite is because he had a memorable name. He had a memorable name. Did he have facial hair? Uh, I mean, yes. What level of the game is this? What level of the game is this? What's his facial hair? Is it distinct? I wouldn't say it's a distinct facial hair. Okay, like he doesn't have a beard or anything. No, he doesn't have a large beard. He has just like a standard NBA. Yeah, like he has. Yeah, he's he's got facial hair, but he's nothing. Man, I'm really str- I'm struggling with this one, man. I yeah? think I think I need you to throw some hints, man. Got some more hints for you. Okay, got yeah, you. I'm got you. You know what? I won't give you the nationality card. That's not gonna help me, man. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, it might help you. I'm telling you. Okay. This guy was. Yeah, this guy was. I I believe the only other player from the United Kingdom to play for the Raptors besides OG. He was from the UK. Yeah, he's from the UK. What? Ah. Yeah. He was from the. That's still not helping. Wait, man. So it's a center, oh, got a memorable name yo, I from think, the UK. He a rebounder. Yo, I, th- I, I can picture this dude. He a fan favorite. Yeah, I think he was he was in that era where the Raptors were wearing those St. Paddy's Day jerseys. Oh so like God. he was wearing the Celtics Raptors jersey. Hold on, I think I, I think I can picture. I think this he might have wore a headband. He might have got a headband on. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you got on, a headband. Yeah, you got a headband. Hold on, hold on. UK player, like born yeah, born in the UK. He came to America to play in high school and stuff. But born I mean, in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm thinking UK. John Amici, man. <laughs> you <laughs> got John Amici, yo, relax. Man's got what me. are different hints for that <laughs> one? Yo, come on, man. Why is this so hard right now, man? He's from the UK. I don't think I can get this guy. Uh, All right. All right, just tell me. I'm, I'm going to let you know, man. Just tell me. It's one, it's one of my guys, Pops Mensa Bonsu. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't think of him, man. Oh, man. I mean, I don't think about that dude. Oh, man. <laughs> you don't think about Pops Mensa Bonsu? Oh, I'm so mad, though. That's such a common name uh, from that era. Like, such a, like, yeah, I know, well-known I know, I know, guy. Man. I had no idea. Bro, you could have. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to guess more bigs off that bench because there were, there, the Raptors just had, like, 
he was on that team with like Jermaine O'Neal, yeah. Patrick O'Brien. I'm gonna be honest, man. Chris those Humphrey. teams are so forgettable, man. They were so nasty. Jake Voschkel was <sighs> on that team. Those are forgettable teams, man. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I didn't know he played in Dallas too, man. Yeah, I mean, and San honestly, he, ba- he barely played anywhere, really. Damn, that was a good. Yeah, he one. played like three games. He was he was kind of a journeyman. Yeah, but now I think he's with he's like some sort of scout or something. Damn, yeah, that was so a, I saw pops as well. That was a good one, man. Respects. Yeah, I had to give you something hard after I the, you got the other three t- way too easy. Yeah, but I shouldn't be penalized though if I get them. No, no, no. I just I just figured right. it'd be I'm gonna fake I'm gonna fake my struggle next time with, with Calvin Booth. Yeah. No, no, relax, relax. No, I'm gonna play the race card. Um, all right. Yeah, you didn't even play the race card, man. That's uh. The first. All right, I guess that's it, man. I'll uh, <laughs> catch up with you in three weeks, brother. All right, well, uh, yeah, happy travels to Alex on the podcast. I'll see you tomorrow, like, in person. Yeah, uh, Hong Shane, come through yeah, six I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring you the hat. Bring me the hat. Respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, come get our hats as well. Come Just get come hang out, man, honestly. And, uh, let's just, just come hang out. It's actually a great place. And also just come for the food, come for the vibe. Uh, anything else to plug before you go? No, no, that's it, man. You know, listen to the Pat Delaney interview when you get a chance. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, crank that open, man. Pop that open like a can of yeah. Uh, no, white I want claw. you. I want to see you know videos on social of people bumping that Pat Delaney interview. I, I want you to kick back in in, in your boat. <laughs> yeah. All right. With the with the with the white claw like, like Tony Soprano and, and... on on the Stugats, man. You know, like that's what. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Sorry, man. man. The rewatch has been crazy. Um. Oh, okay. Oh, speaking of rewatch, I watched the Thirty Eight in the Garden on the plane. Oh, I still never watched that, man. Oh, word. Yeah. I still gotta. It's uh. Still gotta get to it. You've seen Ronnie Chang does Kobe, so. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, man, we're done here. Appreciate everybody. Anyway, yeah, thanks all for listening. Great review, subscribe to the podcast. Don't aggregate this one. There's nothing in here. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with more podcast content soon. Peace.